I'm your host, comedian Joe Ahmed, and this is Beating Walls Only. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back at it with another episode of Beaten Walls Only. My guest today, you can see him all over the place, but he's mainly around the Harrisburg area. He's hosted there plenty of times. He's a funny motherfucker. Damien Robinson, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, brother? How good, you, man. Good. How you been? Good, man. Good. Yeah? yeah? How you feeling? Uh, I'm still in pain from this hernia, but yeah. other than that, I'm, 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 I'm feeling great, bro. When's your surgery? Uh, the 24th. God willing. Now, how long is that going to put you down for? Six weeks. <sighs> Yeah. Like completely bedridden six weeks? Uh, three, or? three weeks bedridden. Oh, damn. And then three weeks light duty, and then I should be back in my truck driving again. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so are you just going to have mics at your house then so you can get your time in, or are you uh, going to get one of those hospital beds to wheel in? Yeah, I'm probably going to uh, I'm probably gonna have a walker. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Like That's, that's, awesome. that's how dedicated I am I to comedy. I fucking love it. <laughs> we'll put you in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, dude. So like, how did, like, how did the hernia happen? Uh, two eight hundred pound water heaters moving by myself oh, on right. on concrete. That'll that'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that work related? Yeah, All definitely right. work related. So they're paying for now, it. I was gonna say at least you get the workman's comp. Fuck yeah. At least it's not moving some shit for your wife. You know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. At least get in here and give me a hand. Come on, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> nah, nah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even allow her to do that. You know, I got to show my ape strength. <laughs> <laughs> not me, man. I'm like, come here, give me, give me a hand. <laughs> Too fucking old for that shit. Hey, I'm getting there. How old are you? 41. 41. How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, seven years, going on eight. Hell yeah, that's a, that's a good run. Hey. You're almost um, you're almost like uh, what is it like the ten at the ten thousand hour mark? Oh no, I hit that. Oh, you did? When did yeah. you hit that? I hit that um about two years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you're just ahead of the curve. Yeah, I got I, to. I got to be as fast because at my age, I started like later than most people. Like right. like. Like Josh and, and Mike and Manny, like they all started so young, bro. Like Dude, Josh started when he was sixteen. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. I remember him coming to the comedy zone uh before he was like able to drink. You know what I'm saying? And then he went off to college and shit. But uh so like my whole process is, is I have to write and think and move faster to get my hours in as much as they have all this time to officially grow. Right. You know what I mean? I one hundred percent feel that. Yeah. And especially with like uh, Tyler Waggart, he was another young buck. I yeah. Like when I first started, he was still twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, so like that's my whole process. Is, yep. Like, I don't have like I was explaining this to Josh on a phone call. I don't have time to sit there and write a bit and let it grow over the years. I have to write it to perfection or damn near overwrite it. Right. And then chop it down to perfection. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I tend to I tend to overwrite. I just, and then yeah, I chop it down yeah. just because. When I think when I think a bit out, you know that it comes out very long form. Like I sound like I'm writing a monologue for yeah, fucking yeah. SNL yeah. or some shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah! But yeah, dude. So do you? Uh, did you do anything last night, or were, uh, you, just, were you at the were you at the comedy zone, no, Harrisburg I, comedy I, zone? I, I stayed home. My kids actually wanted me to stay home, so I did the oh, the fatherly thing nice. and stayed, stayed home. A family man, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, Damian yeah. Robinson. <laughs> so tell me about your time in California as a porn star. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, you don't have to. I no, just... no, we can talk about it. My wife knows about it. Everybody uh, pretty much knows about it. Um, the year was 2005. I was living in Harrisburg. I had just uh, quit my job at the Patriot News. Well, I didn't quit. They fired me uh, for being <laughs> on drugs. 
And I, I was like in a real bad space, and my best friend, who had just lost his leg in, in Iraq, was home. And he had, was like, yo, like, I want to move back to California. And I'm like, bro, like, I got to go with you. Like, you know, he was like, all right, cool. You know, and I had just had a severance package, cashed out my 401k. So I had like $80,000 in cash I'm riding around the city with. You know what I'm saying? Buying drugs like every day. And he didn't get robbed. Uh, it's me. Right, <laughs> you enough. know what I'm saying? It's me. But uh, nah, so um, so I actually uh gave him a, a year's worth of rent. He paid his year's worth of rent. So we uh moved out to California shortly after that. And this is the MySpace days. I'm on MySpace. And I'm actually talking with uh, Papa Wu from the Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big name drop. Yeah, rest, yeah. Rest in peace to the OG, to the God. You know what I'm saying? And um, a friend of mine from back home hit me up on MySpace and was like, yo, like, you'll never guess where I'm at. And I'm like, in Harrisburg. She was like, nah, I'm in Cali. You need to come check me out. So, oh. I, so I'm like, all right, cool, 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 right? So she gives, So she gives me the address and everything like that. And I go tell my bro, and I'm like, bro, yo, you won't believe who's here. You know, he was like, word, 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 word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, she gave me the address. She said, come on up, check her out. So he's like, all right, cool. We ain't seen her. We ain't seen her in a couple months. You know what I'm saying? So we drive up to Los Angeles from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Four-hour trip. You know what I mean? And we get to this house. Now, me, my bro, and and this girl, who who they're still together, and it's amazing. Uh, we pull up to this fucking house and I'm like, bro, this house looks mad familiar. And he's like, there's something eerily similar. Like I've seen this house before. So, so, you know, so we're like, you know, like what's going on? Yeah. Like deja vu. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like we've been to this house without being to this house. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of pizza deliveries came here. So we go up, we knock on, (laughs) we go up, uh, I knock on the door and whatnot. And this lady comes to the door and she's like, hey, you must be here for the new girl. And I'm like, okay, like new girl what? You know, so she's like, yeah, just follow me, right? So we come in the house, uh, shut the door behind us, and we start walking down like this long hallway, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a bedroom door open to the right. Now... I peep into the bedroom because I'm first because, you know, I'm like, I'm also like my bro safety protocol because yeah. he has one leg. So if anybody's going to get hurt first, it's, is that me? I don't know what that is. Oh, there we go. All and right. It's gone. Yeah. So so if anybody gets hurt first, it's definitely going to be me. You know what I'm saying? Now to give him a chance to hobble out. This is the first. God damn it. Well, that's not the first time this has happened. It don't matter. It don't matter. So So we're going down this hallway and I look into this bedroom and I see two people fucking. Like with the door open, cameraman. So I, I immediately like, this is, we're in heaven. We died and went to heaven. Like this, we made it. So I reach back and I start smacking him, and I point like behind my back, like look in that room, bro. He looks in the room and he grabs me and he's like pulling me back. Now he's six <laughs> foot seven, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm six foot even with shoes on. He's pulling me back. I'm like. We made it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so we, we walk down through the rest of the hallway, and it opens up to like, kind of like how it opens up here. Like, it's a very huge room. You saying, you saying my house looks like a porn star house? It could be. <laughs> it could be. You know, I know you're, I know you're a committed man, so we're not going to take you down that road. But, uh, <laughs> but no, nah, so it opens up, right? And, and it's like this big wraparound couch. 
And on that couch is like everybody I've been jerking off to since high school. Oh no! Yeah. Did you come on your pants immediately? Like, was it muscle memory at that point? It wasn't muscle memory because <laughs> I had jerked off before we left. <laughs> like, I just got, I just got to get this yeah. one out of the way. You know what I mean? I had jerked off before we left, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Yo, you're such and such. You're such and such. You're such and such." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you." you no know, chicks coming up, like pulling titties out and shit, and I'm like. And my dad, like, did I did I walk through Heaven's Gate at the, at, the, at this red door, of this house? You know what I mean, right? And so I'm sitting there, like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Like, is her cousin uh, uh, doing this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe she came out here to visit her cousin and her cousin. No, she actually she was actually uh, just finishing up a scene. Oh, your friend was finishing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. sure that's. Oh, it was amazing. That's that's a that's an interesting invite to get. Like, hey, I'm getting fucked later. You want to come watch and then talk to me afterwards? I so. mean, I, I, all right, I kind of wanted to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was one of those friends from high school. It was like, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the dick tucked in the waistband. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man. So like, we start meeting all these porn stars, and it started turning into like real friendships. Nice. So you know, she she had finished up her contract and everything like that, and um, she came back. And me and my friend was constantly going back and hanging with them, hanging with them. Eventually, they took me to the warehouse to meet uh, the owner of a very prestigious porno company called Dark Side Entertainment. And I get there, and literally, we go in. We walk through the, the porno warehouse with all the movies and stuff. And he's like, yeah, take whatever you want. Yeah. So, yeah, my porno collection, uh, at this time, my porno collection... Literally surpassed my Kung Fu Flick collection. Oh, no. And my Kung Fu Flick collection was over 300. You know what I'm saying? A, that's a lot of Kung Fu. B, that's a shit ton of porn. Fuck yeah, bro. Like, I'm surprised my hands even work. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you watch them all? Uh, like, yes. I, oh, wow. Yes. That's, a, that's a long yes. time of watching well, people I, fuck. I had, I had to study the game. You know <laughs> like, what I'm saying? Learn the technique. A lot yeah. of hours studying tape, fuck if you yeah. know what I'm saying. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, um, So we get, we get into the office and everything like that. And in his office is the white casting couch that I've seen so many starlets get fucked on. And I'm sitting on his couch. Did it used to be white? It was it was still white. It was just it was a little it was a little mucky, like it was kind of turning off white. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, because now because now the casting couch is black. Yeah, the black leather couch. So like, I think they learned their lessons. It, it from started that. off black. <laughs> <laughs> Got coated up. Yeah. So you know I'm sitting That's on this. Gross. I'm sitting on the casting. I know, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch and everything like that. And the guy was like, "So you know, um, I've noticed you guys been around for a while now and everything like that, and um." Would you be interested in uh, joining the biz? So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Get the fuck all my childhood dreams. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, bro. Like, like immediately, he hands me a contract. It says go over it. So I'm, I'm going over the contract, and I'm like, listen, um, this, is, this is a pretty decent contract. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to take it home and uh, go over it. You know, and, 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 and see if there's anything I'm willing to do and, and, and things that I'm not willing to do. You know, so I take it home and everything like that. And I start editing the contract, mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, like they, they literally have like there's a section where it's all boxes. Kind of like when you go to the doctors and right. they're like mucus, da, 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 heart disease, you know, like. <laughs> will not do gay porn. Yeah. Will not do. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm checking off all the all the shit that I won't do. Like I'm not. No pegging. No pegging. I'm not sword fighting with a guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Like, 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 you're not going to dress me up as Darth Vader and paint my dick red. And, oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially that be for you. That'd be like a clip out of a South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I, uh, I, I revised it and everything like that. And then I wrote in, in prison print. If you know anything about prison print, prison print is like very small. Like you almost need a magnifying glass to read it. And you wrote it? And I wrote it. Okay. I've never been to jail, but I can write very small. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I wrote, I will own all the masters of anything and nothing gets released without my consent. So I took it back to him and everything like that. He read over it. He was like, seems to be in agreement. He signed off. Yeah. So, that's a boss ass move. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he didn't read the prison print. You know what I'm saying. And <laughs> so, so I, I go in, I do my six scenes, and he's like, "Yeah, look, you know, here's your check." He cuts me a check for six grand. Cause standard issue is when you're first coming in, females make a thousand, guys make six hundred per scene, which is not bad money. You know yeah. what I'm saying. And I knocked him out in like 21 days. So in a whole month, I made. You know, a, a quarter's worth of, of of pay, right, for the average American, right. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he cuts me the check and everything, and he's like, yes, you know, we got all the work, da 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 da. I'm gonna fit you here, I'm gonna fit you here, I'm gonna fit you here, I'm gonna fit you here in each one of these movies. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, pause. He, yeah, pause that, right. So he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you didn't read the fine print, <laughs> you know. And so so he, he he's like, we're at, you know, and it looked like this, just like this little line of scribbles. So I'm like, yeah, um, you have a magnifying glass in your office. He pulled it out. He read it. And he was like, oh, shit, you got me. Like, you know, yeah. congratulations on working the game. You know, like, that. <laughs> that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't even be mad at you. Like, most people wouldn't do what you just did. And that's a genius move. And we'll still be friends after this. <laughs> you know what did he say it like that? He's like, and we'll still be friends like that. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yo, he was like, he, he, that's great. He was like, you're still cool. So, so what I did was I was like, listen, um, to recoup the money back. Uh, I'll produce some of the music and uh, I'll help shoot. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, oh shit, okay. Like he was yeah. like, you know, it was a boss move. It was a boss move on me. I needed the money. Well, and I then, didn't and need then the you money. were, then you were a nice guy afterwards. Yeah. It speaks on your character. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rob you with a smile. If I'm going to rob <laughs> like, you. Hey, man, I'm going to really need that wallet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, so it was, it was real cool, man. And um, I got to go to the Avian Awards that following year. Nice. You know, I actually told my parents that I was doing that shit, and that was the scariest part. Is going to the awards or just straight no, no, up doing the porn? Uh, no, telling my parents I'm doing porn. Ah, yeah, that, you know I'm sure I'm that's an, like. Do you think your parents would have rather heard like you were doing like doing or selling dope or doing porn? Rather do porn. Like I'm, yeah. gonna t- I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Um, so I called my parents right, and I was like, Mom, Dad, you need to sit down. And they thought that I was like in some kind of like trouble out there. And I'm like, um, I'm gonna do porn. And my dad was like, well, hell yeah, it's about time somebody in his family gets paid for being a fuck off, you know? And I was like, all right, give the phone to mom. So my mom gets on the phone and, and I'm like, mom, I need you to sit down. She was like, I'm sitting down, motherfucker, what? You know? And um, I said, mom, um, I'm going to do porn. And she said, okay, just let us know what movies you're in so me and your father don't rent them. And I was like, well, fuck, I got the green light. Looks like I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? And I, I came up with a porno name like that day, took everything back, and my name was Filler Hyman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's man. That's a great name. That's yeah. a great name. Yeah. 
So that's the legend of me doing porn in California, man. Nice. I like that story. Hey. It's a very wholesome story. It is. Now I've heard it in full <laughs> detail. Hey. Oh, shit, man. So at what point, fucking whatever that bullshit is, at what point did you decide in your adult life that you were going to step up to the plate and try comedy? Okay. Uh, you know Gary Lamoche. Yeah. I was his drug dealer. Oh. All right. And um, it was a night. Uh, it was an open mic night. This is when open mic nights used to be on Saturday after after the second show. So we get in there about like 11 o'clock. Jesus, that's a late night for a mic. Yeah, and it also happened to be my friend's wife's birthday. So I'm like, all right, we're celebrating her birthday, and I get to go see a comedy show because I really haven't been. Like, the only comedy I've ever been around at that point was um, I met Bob Saget once. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I've heard that story. Yeah. That, that's The ding went off like, bam. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> So uh, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go with you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just want to see what it's about and everything. So I went and I bought three pictures of Miller Lite. And I'm like, let's get fucked up. And they're like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you fucking pussies. So I just start, I stick the straw inside the picture and I'm just pounding pictures. And I'm heckling uh, comedians. And this is when Keith Paradise was still hosting. He was hosting that night. So I'm like literally uh, heckling every comedian. And Keith Paradise got so upset with me that he was like, listen here, fucko. <laughs> like, we get a thousand of you assholes that come in here and do this to us all the time. How about you be uh, uh, brave enough to come up on stage and and, and, and give comedy and, and do this? Do what we do and let's see how the fuck you... See how you do. See how you Man. fare. You know what I'm saying? So I, me and my drunk state, I said, I'll do it. <laughs> Say no more, sir. <laughs> it was at this point that I started peeing myself from the alcohol in my nervous system shutting down on me. Because <laughs> now I'm scared. Like, I, had, I, I, was, I was a rapper at that time. You know, right. I, was, I was a rapper and I'm selling drugs. I'm fucking up my community in every way possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so... So I go outside and I'm like pounding cigarettes down like fucking shots. You know what I'm saying? And Gary had broke his leg at this time and he comes hobbling out. This is when he looked like house, like for real. Like okay. legit, you put a Ryan coat on him and he's fucking house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he comes hobbling out. He's like, yo, they're calling for you. They're calling for you to come in there. And I'm like, okay. So I go in there and Keith is on stage and he's like, so what's your name? And I'm trash, bro. I'm I'm like literally two and a half pictures down. Filler Hyman. No, I said, I don't <laughs> give a fuck what my name is. And he said, ladies and gentlemen, I don't give a fuck what my name is. And I go up on stage and he starts giving me the spill because they used to do a spill like if it's your first time. Mm-hmm. They used to ask you, is this your first time doing comedy? And then they would give you the rundown, how many minutes and everything like that. So the first thing he said is, um, I'm going to give you, you're going to do time. And when you have a minute left, I'm going to hit you with this flashlight. And this is all I remember from that night is I said, I'm just going to throw my hands in the air. And he said, why would you do that? I said, that's what happens when a black man sees a white man coming out even in the dark with a flashlight. <laughs> and the, the crowd erupted. And, and in my head, like the gears started moving. And I'm like, I got this shit. Like, yeah. I've been I've been I've been a fuck up my whole life. Like, let me fuck some shit up. Like for good. Yeah. That I've for been, good. Yeah. So <laughs> I blacked out shortly after that. And. I just remember him coming up with the flashlight. I threw my hands in the air. I think I, I think I did. There's a video surfacing somewhere, floating somewhere deep in like uh, Facebook, um, of like clips of this night. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just remember like people were going crazy over over my set. And he was like, "Holy fucking shit! Who the fuck are you?" 
and he turned to all the comedians and he said, all you fucking weak motherfuckers, this is how you do comedy. And I'm sitting there like. It's my first time, bro. It's my first time. Like, like I don't even know who I am at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I had an outer body experience. And as I came back, I'm just sitting there like to hear, yeah, yeah, this motherfucker's a beast. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, he's like, yo, come back next week. And I'm like, okay. Like, Forrest Gump. Because yeah. I'm still like stunned at what the fuck just happened. Like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. You got it, Lieutenant. Damn. Yeah, so, so you know, I mean, did it, it at that night though? It made sense for me that like all my, all my hard non-working school getting D's and F's and just getting bumped up to like a senior, like it, it made sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been training for this my whole life. Everything's been coming down to this moment. Yeah, I had my eight mile moment. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's yeah. awesome, and I've been doing comedy ever since, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, do you, you fucking you are definitely one of the funniest in the scene, Thanks, you know. Man. So we're fucking t- we're talking. I'm talking to royalty today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Nah, I appreciate it, man. Now, who like you've? I saw when you had that beef with Kevy Kev. I saw all the people you hosted for. Okay, like, yeah. Who, like, who who was your favorite to open up and host for? Uh, my favorite to open up and host for was probably Screech, man. Yo, that picture cracked me the fuck up. Because yeah. first of all, it's Screech, and you're just like, yo, West Side, what's up? Yeah, I'm, I'm, throwing, <laughs> I'm throwing up the U or whatever, the peace sign or the, or the Uptown sign. I'm not even from Uptown Harrisburg. I just like throwing the U up. Uh, but uh, yeah, nah, that show was that show was fucking epic because um, Charlie Sheen's youngest brother, not Emilio Estevez, but they have a third brother. Right, yeah. He came in, and they just started doing blow all in the green room. And like they they told everybody to get out, but I'm like, I ain't going no the fuck where. Like, this is my kind of party, <laughs> yeah. Fam. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there just like watching them do blow. And I'm like, damn. So they get fucked up. Show starts. I go out there. It was it was me, it was Eric Sabin, uh, and a couple other comedians. And like I put on a show. And Screech came up to me before he goes on stage and was like, yo, that was fucking phenomenal. You know, and he was like, I thought you, he was like, you were going one way and I'm ready for you to go down that way. And then you just zipped over and you took it to a whole different like area. I've never seen that. And I've been doing this for a while. And I'm like, it is what it is, bro. I'm I'm drunk. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm loose. I'm feeling good. Like, you know me. I get going off the Henny, man. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) You and your uh, fishbowl pimp cup. That used to be, it used to be a giant fishbowl. Yeah, I've I've seen pictures, but yeah. like that broke or something. Something weird happened yeah, with that one, um, right? One of the bartenders uh, who didn't know me hmm. had knocked it off the shelf and it broke, and they were like, "Well, fuck that person." And I'm like, "This was a gift from all the other bartenders at the Comedy Zone." And like, I, I approached her on it, and then she she got in fear of me because you know we're about the same age. You know what I'm saying? We're both in our 40s, I think. I think she might be older than that, but I'm right. just I'm being nice. You know what I'm saying? And um, she she I approached her and was like, I just wanted to let you know, like, you know, this is the face of the glass that you broke. And you, you, every time you think about that glass, you think of this face and yeah, how sad I am. Yeah. You know, what I'm, I'm like, that meant a lot to me because the people here bought that glass for me as a gift. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, shouldn't have been on. It. I'm like, that don't matter. You know, so then she she started like. Going into like white woman defense mode, like help this niggers attacking me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there like, like, whoa, whoa, calm down, lady. This isn't the OJ Simpson trial. You know what I'm saying? Yet. Nah, Yet. I wasn't going. I wasn't going to go there. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like the comedy zone is my home. 
You know what I'm saying? And and and, and I don't want to fuck up my house. Man, don't shit where you eat. Well, um, I know plenty of comics who've done that, and they're fucked up now. But uh, name drop them. Let's hear. It. Let's start some shit on beating walls only. Yo, Eric Navarro came in and was fucking everything that moved. Nice. That's what I love you, Damien. Uh, yeah, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck, bro. They're not going to come at me. They know what it is. They know I got more guns than Rambo. That's why I asked you about your gun safe. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, Eric Navarro, cool dude, man. Cool dude. But he he just came in and he fucked up everybody else's vibe. Because this is like when Manny was single, Mike was single back in the day. Uh, like, you know, and everybody was like pounding for the new pussy that came man. into the building. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's like that scene in South Park when 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 the when the little girl started growing titties. Yeah, yeah, and everybody turned the apes and shit. You know, so I'm sitting there back watching because you know I'm I'm pussy on a regular. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I'm I'm sitting back watching them all turn the apes and shit over every new chick that comes over and shit like that. And uh, it turned it turned out pretty bad for Eric Navarro. They kind of ran him out of town. Just like I've I've heard that name before. I feel like I've seen him at Mike's, but like you you probably have. But bro. I, like I know he's not a regular, but people talk about him like he was. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, a regular for about a year and a half. It might have been it might have been Charles. Charles and Blood kept calling him uh, like Tard or something. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's <laughs> what they were calling him. Yeah, nah, he was he was a hard guy. Like my thing is is like if you're pressed for pussy. Like someone like that who's 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 gonna be tapping everything is 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 gonna take away every opportunity for the guys who kinda don't step up to bat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I could easily if I wasn't married, I could easily be like drilling almost every chick that comes in there. Even including Joan Benson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there's there's no shame on on my dick game. You know oh. what I'm saying? Oh Joan. <laughs> I should get her on there. Yo, that would be amazing. I gotta do my great grandmother first before I do another eighty year old though. Hey, I could dig it. I could dig it. You know what I'm saying? Bam. Shout out to y'all for still having grandparents and shit. Man. Grandparents and great grandparents, fam. Hey. I don't I don't like it just dawned on me the other week. I don't have any like great grandfathers left though. Yeah. yeah, I think I have a grandmother left. Um, with with my biological father, I think his mom is still alive. So I do have one grandparent left in this world. Um, yeah, I, I have a fucked up story. Yeah, yeah. Don't we all? We're comics. Yeah. Fucking. Do you, do you have three dads? I don't have three dads. I have three dads. How do you have three dads? Okay. All right. This like is- physically three dads, or like two stepdads and a dad. Okay. Let's hear. It. All right. Uh. Mom, forgive me. Everyone that's up in heaven, forgive me for what I'm about to tell. This is this is a true story. Okay, so um, I was born in 1980, right? Good I, year. I was conceived in Mobile, Alabama to the guy who's my biological father. But my mother was dating a guy in New York City at the time. So she gets pregnant to some guy in Mobile, Alabama, comes back home, find out she's pregnant, and the guy is like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a father," you know. And my mom doesn't remember that night because I come from a long line of "Let's get fucked up for the night, people." Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So very um, familiar with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very familiar with so, that. So, so I get born uh, February 16th, 1980, and I was actually born dead, believe it or not. Um, born dead. Yeah, I was born dead. I, I, I was ingesting my mom's shit, and it actually like killed me. Oh wow! And the doctor, like, they took like 15, 20 minutes to like try to bring me back to life and uh thank god for the doctor i was able to be the revive but um there's some brain damage up here um so the guy who the guy who my mom was with at the time in 1980 signs off on a birth certificate 
So he's the father. He, the crack epidemic comes in to New York City. He gets hooked. I also have another brother uh, born 1981, shortly after. Um, crack epidemic comes. He gets on crack. He commits murder. He goes to jail. My mom leaves, packs everything up. We move down to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We move into the house that my grandfather bought down in Harrisburg. He moves into an older folks home that used to be a high school around the corner from us mm -hmm. to be closer to uh, my grandmother because by that time, my grandmother and my grandfather had separated. So my mom meets the guy who will eventually become my father. Next door is his brother. So they, uh, they have a party. My uncle was a DJ. They have a party. My mom and dad dance for the first time, and they fall in love. And it took me a while to warm up to that because I knew who my father was at that time, who was my biological at that time. And it took me a while to warm up to him, but when I did, I asked him, you know, is it okay if I, if I can call you dad now? And he said, yeah, you can call me whatever you want. He goes into the room with my mom, and he breaks down crying. He tells me the story of... He told me the story like in my 30s, you know what I'm saying? And I remember asking him, is it okay if I can call you dad? I'm only like four or five years old. I was going to say, how old, how old are you at I that point? I was about point? four, four or five. Damn. So, you know, he uh, he breaks down, he cries and everything like that. And we're also born on the same day, February 16th. So, um, like, it was destined that this man was going to be my father. You right. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. So, um, fast forward mad years, my... Uh, my grandmother dies. My mom's mom passes away, and um, we're we're at the funeral, and this lady looks over and because she sees my mom and she's like, and she sees me, mm -hmm. and she's like, I know whose kid that is, you know, and and they're like, okay, so she starts explaining to my mom. Now my mom uh, doesn't tell me until one day I take her to the hospital when she thinks she's dying because my mom has a bunch of health issues. Mm -hmm. So, so she's sitting there, uh, like explaining to me, you know, um, I know who your biological father is, this, that, and the third. Do you want to meet him? And at that time, I was like, fuck that. Like, I don't need to know who my fucking sperm donor is. Like, my dad's been with me for my whole life. Yeah, over yeah. 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so, uh, like, years pass. Years pass, man. Years pass. I go to California and I come back home and everything because my mom got sick. That's why I came back. And I'm kind of glad I came back because then that put me on the road to be where I'm at today. So um, I come back and everything like that. And one day out of the blue, I'm 31 years old. And I'm like, it, I think it's time for me to, to meet him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm mature enough now to meet him. So she's like, okay, his name is uh, Billy Carter. He lives in uh, California. And I'm like, no shit, I lived in California. And this is where the, the story is going to get fucking crazy, right? I fly out to California. I meet him at the airport, and I'm looking at myself in the future, bald head and everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I meet him. I shake his hand. I'm like, hey, you know, my name's Damien, da-da-da-da-da. You're Billy. And, you know, we start talking and everything like that. So we leave LAX. And as we're leaving LAX, I'm remembering every place that I've been to in Los Angeles. So he's trying to point everything out. And I'm like, yo, that's the Slauson swap meet. Like, that's Inglewood. That's Crenshaw. He's like, 
you've been here before? I'm like, I used to come past here about five years ago. I used to, five or six years ago, I used to come past here every day. I would drive from San Diego up to Los Angeles to do work. Dude, that's a hell of a drive to do every day. Here's the crazy thing about it. I passed his house every day. Whoa. I passed his house every day. Whoa, that's ain't that some shit? Yeah. Like what? Like like what the fuck is that? Where like? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like like I don't I I can't explain it, but like it's like it was all written. I feel like that's at that point everything was pre written. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like 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 that's the sign that you're. This is like your life path. Like yeah. this is your story. Yeah. Like when shit like that lines up, it, it it's so. And I mean, every day, every day, yeah, I would drive past this man's house, and 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 even though, like, in the back of my subconscious, I'm like, I want to meet my father, right? I want to meet the guy who who knocked my mom up. But up top, you're probably like, man, but, fuck that dude, yeah, like, yeah. But I'm like, where's he been? No, not even where's he's been, because he never even knew he had a son. Oh right, oh, right. You Mobi- know what I'm Mobile, yeah. Mobile guy. Yeah. Sorry, it was it was you know. 30-something years ago. Nobody's going to remember 30-something years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm chilling with him. I find out he's a Los Angeles police officer. Yeah. And he let me ride the whip. Oh, shit. By myself. Did he let you do a desk pop? I didn't, I didn't get to do a desk <laughs> pop. He wouldn't, he wouldn't show me the guns because I think he thought I was a gangbanger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think he thought I was a gangbanger and shit. But, uh. Uh, nah, he let me ghost ride the whip one time, and I took it out for a spin by myself. Nice. With all the lights and bells and whistles and shit. And, you know, uh, some guy pulled up beside me, and he started driving the engine and shit. And I look over at him like, oh, this dickhead don't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he tries to take off at the light. I go, whip, whip, whip. Hit him with the cop noise. He pulls over immediately. <laughs> and I just ride by like, fuck you. <laughs> Middle finger up, smiling and shit, laughing. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Do you remember in uh, Super Bad? Yeah. When they're like using the cop lights to get through the red lights and shit, I actually I've seen that happen multiple oh, times. It happens all the time in Harrisburg. I remember I was I was in, I was in Mannheim. I was coming I was coming out the Lancaster and I was just sitting at the red light. And I'm like, oh, somebody's getting pulled over. Somebody literally just been yeah. you know, like flying by. I thought he was gonna go get him. He just nope, no, just skirts it. right across the street. Like hey, I'm gonna go fucking get some donuts <laughs> or something. Hell yeah, man. Oh shit, but that's uh, that is a wild story. The fact that you're driving past your old man's house for how long were you in Cali? Over a year. Over a year. Over a year. It would have been longer if my mom didn't get sick. I probably yeah. would still be out there, and I would have never met all you crazy guys. And yeah, all these crazy white folk trying to be funny. Ah, uh, no, nah, you guys are funny, man. You guys are funny. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's funny in their own right. You know um, what I'm saying? Yeah. But when when the moment you unlock universal funny is the moment you become unstoppable, and that's what I'm waiting for all you guys to hit. So you figured that out, fucking. Well, I've always been. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, growing up, my 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 best friend has always been multicultural. Uh, I got my, one of my best friends is white, one is Puerto Rican, one is half breed, one is black. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, he's he's half black and white. You know what I'm saying? He's mixed. He's a, he's a logic. He's a mutt. Yeah, he's a mutt. But nah, he's a uh, like like that's always been like my 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 core net of like my best friends. Like right. these are the guys I get in trouble with. You know what I'm saying? These are the guys I won't ever snitch on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so like you know that's how it's always been for me. Like I had a multicultural crew. I had a pretty multicultural crew when I was like coming growing up, especially from 
being in Mannheim. Yeah. And like there was like three black people there when I like when I was a kid. Yeah. And one of them was my friends. Okay. Shout out to Tyler. <laughs> What's up, Tyler? Um, not dude. It's, it's crazy because like we like we've kind of like drifted apart over the years. But then, like, he started hanging out with, like, mutual friends of, like, friends of yeah. my friends. So, like, sometimes we'll, like, go to functions and shit. Like, It'd oh, up. what's hey. up, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. I ain't been. Hell yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, man. It's, uh, I think, uh, the craziest thing about my childhood was finding out I had a had a brother. Sorry, Dad. But, yeah, I found out I had a brother uh, when I was 14. Okay. Um. And it was like he was would have been like seven or eight at that point. Yeah. And so I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, there's a whole ass other kid. Yeah. And it was it was funny, not funny, kind of crazy. Is that it was with the woman who I told my dad's ex-wife that I wanted her to be my stepmom and not her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I like I have this vague memory. Vague memory. I might have been like five or six at the yeah. best. And I was like, I don't want you to be my stepmom, Melissa. I want Bev to be my stepmom. And I guess like some some shenanigans had gone down during a breakup period, and uh, Dad went back to the to the old stomping grounds. I mean, as you should, as a man, you know, what I'm <laughs> as you should, you know, like if the, if, if the women still in reserve, go back and go like, back hey, and tap that web. Hey, what's up, baby? How you know you what doing? I'm saying? Yeah, I've been gone too long. You start singing R and B songs. <laughs> I've been gone too long. Except my dad's like an edgy '90s kid, so he's singing Trent Reznor to her, probably. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you like yeah. an animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. But yeah, sorry, Dad. It's on the internet forever now. Yep. Sorry, sorry about telling my story too. No, dude, you don't nah. have to this is your this is yeah, your podcast. It dude. is, it is. You know, just wait for the book, dude. When the yeah. book comes out, everyone's gonna be like, "Holy shit!" I, I love those books. Like, yeah. oh, dude, dark dark period of uh, of my upbringing oh, where the- I classified as a juggalo. Yeah, that's that's on the permanent record, bro. Okay, there's so there's you was, no. You was drinking the Fago wearing the uh, Hatchet Man shirts. And- I, yeah, yeah, I, I was. I was. <laughs> I, I might have been like eleven or twelve. I was like, oh, she be forever. Thank, <laughs> thank fucking God, I grew out of that. But that shit, there's there's no coming back from that. Yo, you know nah, what I mean? Man. Yo, listen, one, yo, once once you're an ICP head, you're you're always once you're a juggalo, you're always once a juggalo, always a juggalo. And bro. it's like for a while now, I kind of like laugh at it. But like for a while, like when I realized I was like, wow, I was so fucking dumb. And like I just I resented every adult that I saw with a hatchet man tattoo on their neck, oh, on their forearm. I was like, man, yeah. fuck you, you fucking <laughs> idiot. And you know, Bro, but now, now I just laugh. I'm just like, yeah, you know, part, part we all got to get our licks somehow. Bro, Dean Malenko still one of the hardest songs of all time. Yeah, Gray Malenko's. Well, that that album's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, you don't don't give up your jug juggalo headedness, man, bro. Yeah. Bro, like. Like if I if I gave up on Wu Tang when they started like making half ass songs, like where would I be? I'd probably be listening to uh, some mumble rapper right now wearing skinny jeans and and small shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, bro. But I my, respect uh, the Juggalos. I do. T- I I just love a, a community. Yeah. That that's what I like. What I was about, especially like when I was I was a pretty like odd, weird kid. You know, yeah. like cause I'd moved around a little bit and like didn't have like. I had friends, didn't have a lot of friends. It was like an awkward place. But like my my buddy Zach, you know, he introduced me to ICP because his older sister was like heavy into it, still is to this day. And I remember he gave me this book that Violet J wrote about. It was um, he like it was basically his like 
autobiography, but it was more so about like the start of ICP, how him and Shaggy Tudo grew yeah. up in like the hoods of Detroit and yeah. shit, and like that was one of the that was one of the books that I read that I was like, what the fuck? Like, he was talking about how his cousins both tried to rape him, and oh, it was like, shit. yeah, it was. And then I don't know, if, but if you notice, he had a. On every ICP album on the back, there's In Remembrance of a Butterfly yeah. written on it. It's a dumb story, but it's like kind of touching to like to see like where these pe- like people's like heads are at. It's, yeah. But it's they call it a butter like but like, the butterfly is a signification of a, of a, of a new life being born. Yes, but no, they had caught a butterfly and they wanted to keep it as a pet. But then uh, something happened to it. Like I think like they snorted it. They, yeah, they snorted <laughs> it. Like this was when they were kids. This was when they were kids and like they tried to like raise it and like keep it as a pet, but it ended up dying and like it just it like fucked with them in some shape or forever. Because yeah. it was like there was a distinctive memory behind it. I don't recall at the top of my head, but like that's why. Okay. But so he like lays all this out in the book, and it's like just a wild fucking story in general. Yeah. So that was like that was my first taste of like a what the fuck type of book. So yeah, like those yeah. those are the best reads though. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely, man. Like, do you, uh, do you read a lot or? Uh, actually, I do, man. I'm 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 very well read. I just act ignorant because that's what same. That's what people expect of people like me and you. You know what I'm saying? The bearded chubby guys. Yeah, oh, we're like, just supposed to be the acting drinkers. a fool. Yeah, act a fool. Whatever. Saying dumb shit. But um, yeah, I've I've read books on um on uh all types of people man you know uh one of my favorite books of all time believe it or not is um Dennis Rodman's Bad as I Want to Be I've never read that It's a great read it's a great read I've met Dennis Rodman I would suck his dick No I'm just joking <laughs> I was like whoa No nah, nah, I'm I'm all right Dennis Rodman is my favorite basketball player of all time Really Yeah Not- like like these are his sneakers I'm wearing you know, these are the Rodmans that came out in 1996. Oh, okay. You know, um, the all red editions. Um, you know, Dennis Rodman has always been my favorite player because I like a player who is a they're a superstar, but they don't care about the accolades. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's, that's kind of how I take my approach to comedy. That's Dennis. That's Dennis Rodman to a T. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've helped a, a shit ton of comedians come through the comedy zone, and I'm not asking for the accolades. Just go out there and and and, and ball out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, like Dennis Rodman, like I mean, through the whole phase, bro. I mean, I was dying my hair. Uh, I, I'm a did you ever did you have ever have the multi nose and lip piercing? Uh, no, but he is the reason why I started gauging. Okay. So yeah, I I gauged. Um, I've never cross dressed yet. Uh, but I'm willing Knock to. No, no, nah, nah, I'm willing to for the for the for the for the for the right woman, my wife. You know what I'm saying? If she wants me to. You tell me if Comedy Zone ever did like a drag show night of comedy. You oh, they do, do that. Oh, they do that. Yeah, they do that. They do it. They used to do it once a month. I I'd have to, have to get fucking smacked to get in a dress they, again. They do. They do. Uh, they they do um karaoke drag night, and they make bank, bro. I believe it. They make bank. They make. I actually seen this retarded kid that I know, um, <laughs> there with another guy and i'm like oh shit like i shouldn't see this yeah you know what i'm saying because i feel like it was like an older spanish man like he was like a cowboy whatever yeah and he was there with this with this uh special needs kid that i know i don't mean to call him retarded special needs kid (laughs) that that i that i knew growing up you know what i'm saying and like he had his hand down his pants in the back and i'm just like oh fuck bro like but hey if you can find love get it where you get it you know what i'm saying get it where you get it 
it, Especially it, if it's the Harrisburg comedies. Yeah, the Harrisburg <laughs> that, comedies. That drag, drag show night. It's multifaceted. <laughs> did, did you ever hear the story about the time Greg Nolan saved somebody there at the Comedy Zone? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. saved somebody from... ODing. Dying? Yeah. When he was an EMT? No. No. I've as, no. as a comic, bro. What? Like, what? So this must have been recently. Yeah. Oh, this was, shit. This was, all right. Uh, me and Greg Nolan... Uh, we were hanging out. Shout out Greg Nolan, by oh, the way. Yeah, shout out Greg, man. He's he's a cool dude, man. He's very zen like, and that's what I that's what I love about him. Um, so yeah, so we were hanging out, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I'm a drinker, he's a smoker, you know, and he we don't do eat each other's we don't cross each other's path into the into that life. But um, yeah, we're hanging out and um I was like, yo, bro, like just come to the comedy zone, I get you in for free. And, and you can watch a show because, like I said, I try to help them progress. So I want, right. I want, I want you guys to see as much comedy as you can for free, you know, or or, or so you can learn something from like touring headliners. And the night we went, Charles was hosting. The headliner was Dick Gregory's nephew. Now, if you know anything about Dick Gregory, I don't. Okay. That's a very interesting person you might want to like read into. Dick, uh, Dick, Dick Gre- Gregory. Dick Gregory was one of the first black comedians was uh became an activist a health guy he just passed away a couple years ago okay uh he's he's one of my all-time like idols you know what i'm saying like like people people's like oh yo you look up to like martin luther king and and malcolm x and nelson mandela fuck no dick gregory dude this man to make you laugh and then give you some truth at the same time so I'm like, yo, let's go check it out and everything like that. So we're we're sitting there, we're we're checking out the show. We're talking, we're talking with Mark Gregory after the show. You know, Charles did okay as a host. Like, there were some things that he needs to work on, and then he'll be regular rotation guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh like we're we're sitting there chilling and everything. Then uh the owner comes over and you know, they get me fucked up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like literally like pounding down Hennessy's and shit, talking with Greg and everything like that. Um, we're getting ready to leave. The owner's brother comes in. And he's like, yo, you got a fucking problem, man. You got a fucking problem. And he's like, what's going on? He was like, some fucking bitch OD'd in your hotel. And you're out here fucking lollygagging. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, now me, like, because of the trauma I've been through throughout my life, is like, I like to see other people's trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up, dude. I'm fucked oh up, bro. Oh, my God, dude. I'm fu- Yo, I have, I have a billion stories, man. And you'll be like, holy fuck. Each one is more crazier than the next. I believe that. So. And I believe it's a, like a full billion, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I'm like, yo, Greg used to be an EMT. Now's your time to step up, dude. This will get you in good with the comedy zone. Put, put him, put him on the spot. Yeah, but but it, but like I'm like, yo, because you know we were talking about his past, him being an EMT, and I'm like, dude, this would make you up there on like my level type shit. You know what I'm saying? Go save that bitch. I'm gonna go out there and flag down the fucking cop in the fucking ambulance, and I'm drunk as fuck, right? <laughs> so, so he takes Greg back to the room and everything, and Greg's back there like doing amazing shit, keeping this person from 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 fucking dying because they yeah. were blue as fuck, right? So the cop comes. I'm like, yo, if you go around the side, you'll see the guy around the side waving you in to go into that door. That's where you go, right? So then the ambulance come, and I'm like waving the ambulance. The ambulance driver like doesn't even like stop for me really, and I'm just like go around the corner, and they go around the corner, but they clip me with the bumper, and like 
clipped my fucking leg, so now my like knee is wonky. Nah, and shit. shit, I need one for me. <laughs> yeah, just, just give me the morphine. <laughs> so I run back. I run back like into the into the hotel and everything, and go in the room. And Greg's coming out like he just finished surgery and shit. He's like, I need to wash my hands. Yeah. And I walk in. The EMTs took over and everything, so they got her shirt up and everything. And I walk in, and I'm just like, Yo, worst titties ever. <laughs> <laughs> and like the EMTs and even the cops start like chuckling and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, my bad. I'm going to go ahead and step out of the room. Like the guy who. I'll let y'all do your thing. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it was, bro. You know what I mean? So like we we sat down and we talked about it. Uh, and uh, I, I was like, yo, Greg, you need a soda after that, bro. I know you don't drink. I would be like, yo, you need fucking 100-year-old scotch. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? You, you deserve some whiskey yeah, after that you one. Just, you just saved the fucking stranger's life, bro. Like, like that's fucking amazing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, I saved somebody's life once, too. It was it's probably the only time I'm ever going to attempt it. Because I got called nigger, like, fucking 150 times oh. by a crackhead. Yep. White crackhead? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I still saved his life, so, Dude, you I know. I let you die, motherfucker. <laughs> I should have. I should have. I, like, and in hindsight, like, it was just so crazy because, like, all right, we were coming down 29th Street in Harrisburg, and this guy was, like, running across the street with his girlfriend. His girlfriend made it, and this guy in, like, a, a, a Nissan with the circle lights, uh just swerved and fucking hit this guy like 40 feet in the air and the guy came down head first like inspector gadget oh, like no. when the cartoon comes on yeah like he landed like inspector gadget like he head first crunched his neck <sighs> legs did a full split so he's sitting there like like shuffling like doing like the party wave or whatever <laughs> on the fucking ground like he looked like a, a, a dying deer but he, yeah. was, he was hopped up on so much crack that he was trying to get up, and I'm like, dude, like you are fucked up. Sit your ass down, yeah. fool. So uh, the other driver in front of me called 911. I'm holding this guy down because he's doing more damage to himself uh, by trying to get up. Like his leg was his leg was broken, the bone was sticking out of his leg, like his neck was bent wrong, like he was fucked yeah. up. Yeah, you know he's what I'm saying? he's in a bad position. Yeah, like if he would have got up, dude, he would have crumpled like a house of cards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so I held him down for the ambulance and the cops and everything, and they, and they took my statement. And the cops came to my house like four days later and started asking me questions, and they said, oh, by the way, you saved that guy's life. And I was like, that's cool and all, officer, but I got called nigger <laughs> with a hard R. <laughs> like, like, you didn't have to save him. I was just trying yeah, to do yeah, my, my citizen yeah, duty. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was at that moment I was like, hey, fuck saving people, dude. I'm not Superman. <laughs> like, <laughs> so now I just watch the trauma. But but I won't record it. I'm not one of them assholes. Yeah. I'll that, never record that That's that such shit. a weird thing you know to what I'm me. Saying? Yeah. yeah. I actually. Uh, now, if it's a child, I'll, I'll attempt. Yeah. I'll attempt. But it depends on, like, what the attempt is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. I ain't jumping in front of no bullet for no kid that's not mine. Like, oof. You know what I'm saying? Mom's going to have a rough day, kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, there was... All right, I'm going to tell you one more story, and then we, we continue this shit. Yeah, um, hit it. All right, so I, I, I was I was with the Nation of Islam. I'm doing security at, at an underage kid's party. Party's letting out. Uh, This is the, sec the second time. Well, this really ain't like a life-saving thing, but this is like me thinking on the fly. So, um, party's letting out. Now, this is underage kids. This is like... 12 to fucking 16. Right. You know what I mean? And it, and it, and it, and it, a shooting happened on a military base. Yeah. Okay. Bullets were flying by, right? This girl had to be about 13 years old. Get shot in the thigh. Goes down in front of me. 
I lay down over top of her and ask her, where are you hit? And she's like, my leg. I can't feel my leg. So I look down, and I see the blood just like. Spurting out. Yeah. yeah. So I took my tie off, and I tied it around, wrapped it, picked her up. And the bullets are still flying. And I'm running with her back to the building with the bullets flying, like literally by my head and everything, dude. Felt like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. No, I was it was more like a we were soldiers or some shit. Like oh, I yeah. felt like I was in Vietnam, you know what I'm saying? Wait. I was like Hacksaw <laughs> Ridge. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta save Bubba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was, you know. <laughs> I gotta save Brenda. Cause yeah. it was a girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, man. I, I ran I ran this girl back into the thing and everything like that. The ambulance was called and everything and and uh, I lost one of my favorite ties that night. Um, <laughs> Should have let her go. <laughs> nah, no, man. I'm she kidding. was young, man. I'm kidding. Like, like I'm I said, kidding. I'll, 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 I'll do anything to try to protect the kids and shit. But um, actually, um, the suit I had that night, uh, there was a bullet hole that went through my sleeve. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you almost got clipped yourself. Yeah. The only, uh, the only real life-saving story I have is, uh, I guess I could say, but like... I- <clears throat> I saved my great grandmother's life. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um I was uh I was off work that day. This like this was like two two years ago, two, three years ago at this point. Um I was off that day because it was raining. And uh she she gives me a call and I'm like, Oh, I haven't talked to her in a little bit, so you know, I'm gonna answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh answer the phone, she's like, Hey, can you come over? Mike's coming over, you're gonna he's like they're gonna get some of your mom's shit out of the house. And I was like, Yeah, I'll be over. So I go up, we load up, we load up my truck, and then uh, we load up his vehicle, but then my 90-year-old grandmother, she's 90, yeah. she's a saint of a woman, she wants to load up her Ford Explorer with stuff, because she wants to take it down to, to the house to, to see, help out. Yeah. yeah, she wants to see the, my mom's baby and everything, well, she backs up, and her driveway is like kind of a steep hill, Yeah. and she leaves the car running, and it's just dinging, I'm like, there's like, ding, ding, yeah. ding, I'm like, man, turn that shit off like yeah. it was like something like some sensor was going off when i was like I, I like go around to the side and i go to do it for her. and then I, and I hear the engine shut off and then i see it starting to go down the hill and i'm like oh she might just be drifting it forward a little bit so i walk yeah. back around then i see her standing outside of the door holding on to it while this car is going down the hill and i'm like Shit. So now there's a situation, right? Yeah. And she's holding on, trying to, I'm like, man, you got to, like, I'm yelling at her, let go of the car, let go of the car. Yeah, but if she let go, the door's going to clip her, dude. Well, she was holding on to the outside of the door. Okay, so she was ghost riding the whip. Yeah, she was ghost riding the whip. Okay. And so she finally lets go, and she lands in the grass, but because of the hill and the way, like, everything was going, it ran over her two legs. (sighs) Yeah. And then it goes down the hill. I'm fucking kind of panicking at this point my dumb ass chases after it to like because like she's kind of next to a busy road so yeah. i wanted to make sure like no cars were coming yeah. like some try to do something to stop from any worse things happening but like i didn't really know what happened but like i was at that point when i got to the bottom i saw the car stop i was like well nan's dead she bounced her head off the pavement she's got to be dead and i look back around she's like posted up and i'm like oh shit she's still she's still alive yeah. so i run up i pick her up and and like I was on the verge of like freaking out and not knowing what to do or getting shit handled. Then I recognized in my stepdad that he had no fucking idea what was going yeah. on. So I was like, He was high. Nah, no, nah, nah. he was he was sober at that point. Okay, he gets high now. Yeah, he gets high now. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anxiety and shit. Yeah. But um, and so 
I'm like, all right, I take control of the situation. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in, find Taos, find someone to stop this bleeding because she's like gushing blood all over yeah. the place. And I'm like, you're going to call 911. The address is this, blah, 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 blah. Run back inside. I can't find the towels. So I come back out. I'm like, Nan, where are your towels? Mike, did you call 911? He's like, I called mom. I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do? Yeah. You know? So like, I'm in the... I'm trying to get a hold. My, my mom shoots me a text. She sent. I called down to one. They're on their way. I was like, okay, that's one. That's one thing off the plate. Yeah, yeah. Go inside, find the towels, and like I can't get it tied around her leg to stop the bleeding tight enough. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. something. I'm like, I don't have my belt on me today. But I was like, Mike has a belt. So I was like, grab Mike's Mike's belt. And I ripped it off and threw it around her leg like a tourniquet. And like yeah, yeah. she was starting to like nod out she, at this yeah, point. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. You like, you gotta kill. I'm slapping my grandma on the face. Like you gotta keep your ass awake, man. Yeah, like yeah. she's on blood thinners and everything. Oh, like yeah. she's old so as she's fuck. She's gonna bleed out fast too. So I'm like trying to do everything I can, and then and finally, like she was like awake and conscious. I just hate having her talking to me. And I'm like trying to assess the damage. So I rolled down her sock. And I'm like, I'm like, what is this waxy shit? And like, sure enough, it was her fucking skin. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. But surprisingly, this is how tough and fucking badass my 92-year-old great-grandmother is. She goes to the hospital, gets x-rayed, nothing's broken. No shit. Nothing's broken. Damn. So she's got a little. She just. Rash. She just had this massive. Like it. Like you could see. I saw muscle and bone. Like yeah. she was like her leg was like there was a hole through it. Ugh. Yeah. It was. It was pretty gnarly. But that's that's my one savior story. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. I know. I know we're getting pretty late into this, but you got to tell me about the Dennis Rodman. I'm. I know oh, this is Den- the episode with me, bro. But <laughs> like, I got to hear this Dennis. Dennis Rodman, Rodman story. was pretty uneventful. Uh, he was actually at a Lancaster Barnstormers game. Okay. Uh, and uh, I don't know why I pointed. I was like, <laughs> well, I know it's, it's in that area. <laughs> it's, it's, over, it's actually over there. Yeah. But whatever, you get it. Uh, he he was just like they. Some my grandma used to work for um, Lancaster Barnstormers. She yeah. was like a. Take, planner, take planner, something. Oh, oh, she was high up. Yeah, she was high up, but not that high. Yeah, up, you know. So right, she, she was mid level. She was she was mid level, and she was crushing it. That's what's up. She also listens to this. Both grandmas, by the way, listen to this podcast. Hey, sweeties. <laughs> but um, and she was just like Dennis Rodman's. I was like, okay, I gotta, I, I gotta go see yeah. fucking Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we go to the game, and there's like this brief period. Or like, I think it was like after like the second inning or whatever. Yeah. And like, all right, we get taken down and scored. And there's Dennis Robin, and he's all iced up, earrings, sunglasses, and like I tried having a conversation with the dude. I could not understand a single where he was off. Like he was on something. Yeah, brother. Let me tell you. Not even. He was like, yeah, it's a Oh, so this is the drunk years. Yeah, I I don't know if he was drunk on pills or what, bro. But I was like, all right, that's Dennis Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I would, I, would, I probably would have been like, "Yo, like you don't know who you are to me. Like you're my Jesus, dude. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not religious, but you're my Jesus, bro. Like you're my spirit animal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, like that's that's one person I definitely uh before the end of this life, I I would love to meet Dennis Rodman and and like. I don't even have to get him on a podcast or anything. It's, it's, it's you just, just want to have a big, yeah, like, just, what's up? I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just let him know, like, you you taught me to be comfortable in my skin, to, to be as awkward and, and, and as crazy as I want to be. This is this is so gay of me to say, but that's, like, you're Dennis Rodman, it's my Joe Rogan. I want to meet okay. that dude so bad. I want to meet Joe, too. Because I mean, like, 
like my first like psychedelic thought came yeah. from watching Joe Rogan's um Netflix special that he put out in 2005. Okay. You know where he's in the limo and he's talking about LA, he's like he burned it down or rebuilds. He yeah. burned it. like I think we're here to fuck shit up. I was like, "Whoa, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe we're a fucking cancer." Yeah. Then he does his whole set about like no, you got to go to the Grand Canyon, man. It's like, it just makes you realize how small you are. You're like, well, what the fuck is that? You yeah. know? like <laughs> I was like, so that was like my first like psychedelic experience of like thinking outside of myself and what like, and like that introduced me to philosophy. It introduced me to like, like reading about the classics, the Iliad and all that yeah. shit. And then it brought me to fucking LSD all because of one fucking comedian. Word. Like, introduced me to this whole thing that ends up becoming my personality and then now i'm a comedian myself and i fucking yeah. love jujitsu it's just love i love that guy to death just shave your head bald dude <laughs> yeah. she won't let me what she won't let me oh uh, look i know you're not a skinhead nah just just all right i'm gonna tell you but not you every do. black person knows that is, they, she, they, is, she, is she is she behind me yeah she's behind you all right she's I, looking at you i was gonna tell you the trick is like just start shaving little pieces and just push your hairline <laughs> Wait, back. Just whisper a little quieter. Yeah. You won't be able to hear it. Push your hairline back just a little more, like a little, a little bit every day. And just be like, babe, I'm going bald. I don't know where it's coming from. And then bam, you're Joe Rogan Jr. <laughs> uh, see, that's the thing though. I'm I like I might emulate in respect, but I do not want to be a Joe Rogan Jr. I want to be a Joe Ahmed the first. You hey, know what I'm saying? Appreciate that's what's up. Respect, uh, yeah. bro. Because I've, I've definitely uh, it was Kyle Ziegler. It was Kyle Ziegler the other week. He's like, yeah, I was listening to a Tom Segura bit, and it kind of sounded like you. And I was like, well, thank I appreciate that, but I'll try to be more original next time. Like, Well, I'll tell you what. If you if you want, we can have the dunk contest. I'll be Black Burt. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I can't afford to break my arm and leg, dog. I can't even dunk. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yo, he dunked on a nine and a half foot. Well, I might be able to get an eight. I might eight? be able to get an eight foot. I, I, know, I know some rims that are six. Oh, dude, well, I'll dunk all day on a six foot. Right oh, we'll have we'll go out there and have like a comedy. <laughs> is that dunk the, is that the next DNR live thing? Uh, it might be. Well, actually, uh, prior prior to this hernia, there was supposed to be a DNR um, uh, three way basketball game between me, Josh DeWay, and Greg Nolan. I remember, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Now was it you and Josh versus Greg, or no, was it, it was, you and Greg versus Josh? It was every man for himself. Oh, a free for all. Yeah, every man for himself. The game's called Twenty One in the Hood. We were going to play up to twenty one. Um, uh, tip tip ins were uh, one handed tip ins were like five points. Two handed tip ins were like three points. Uh, if you get blocked, you go back points. Like it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. going to be like a crazy. So it wasn't just a basketball game. Well, it's, it's technically basketball, but you lo you lose points right, and gain right, points right, right. at the same time for yeah. shit you do. That's, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's cool. Like, if you grab, if you fully grab the rebound without, like, tapping it back to the rim, you actually have to take it out beyond the three-point or the top of the yeah, key. That's, yeah. I've played a, I played a couple of uh, b-ball games in my... I'm so I was sorry, wondering what dude. the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That, that is that is my brother. I'm, I'm gonna have to call him back. I'm sorry. I, I thought I put it on silent. Forgive me. No, you're good. That just scared the shit out of me. I was like, I didn't know this house was haunted. For, forgive me, dude. No, my ringtone is uh, you're, that intervention with the with the with the crying yeah, black yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my ringtone. Like people, people go off when they hear that shit. Uh, yeah. I just love you. <laughs> God. Yeah. Whew. Internet, internet's a crazy thing, man. It gives you gold nuggets like that. Oh yeah. 
Yo, he just passed away not too long ago. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. And then now, uh, did you see? Uh, did you see the D's nuts guy? Like he was pretty. He was like kind of down bad in Los Angeles. I think he was just getting roughed up a bit, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I like just you saw you saw that video. Yeah. where he's just like, oh, I thought like, you know, I thought yeah. you were gonna hurt me. Yeah, cause that's that's sad, bro. That's it's sad when people take advantage of uh, you know, the, the mentally challenged, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have a brother with cerebral palsy. Um, so and, is he and, friends with Josh Blue? Nah, <sighs> nah. He he needs friends though. He needs friends. He actually needs a shot of pussy. Um, which is why I can't wait to get famous. Cause I'm gonna make him. Like, You're just gonna pimp him out. Yeah, I'm gonna put him in a fat suit, dude. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the chick back to the hotel room and be like, "Yo, just put on the fat suit, bro. Whip your dick out through the hole and just go get some pussy." You know, try, try not to hit her even even when you're. Yeah, nah, we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get me too once I get famous. I already know. <laughs> You're just like you got your, law, your lawyers ready to go. Like, hey, one day this is gonna happen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I'm, I'm preparing for the Me Too movement to, to, to snatch me up. So I've been buying Cosby sweaters and. And R. Kelly headbands. <laughs> oh, when you did your Cosby impression the other night, that was fucking hysterical. Oh, thanks, bro. That was that was a really good. Like most people try to do a Cos like like it sounded like I would try to do it like zip it zap like you were yeah. actually like on point. Yeah. So, yeah, bravo. Thank you, thank you, man. <laughs> Shout out to Bill and the Pills. Jesus, <laughs> I think I, I read something where he's like. Trying to get his sentence lightened up or something like yeah. that. He's trying to get out a little earlier. Yeah. yeah. Who who would have thought that Bill Cosby, America's dad, was a creep, drugging bitches? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you think about it though. People who usually have the the cleanest reputations are the most slimiest. I've heard. Uh, I've you know heard that. Yeah. I have heard that. Like people, people who do shit like that usually have something to hide. Yeah. Like you know, uh, try to be all extra wholesome and shit. Like like Bob Hope, dude. Who would have thought he was in the fucking gay gangbangs? Right. You know what I'm saying? Not Bob Hope. Uh, who, oh, Superman, and you know, like once you join Hollywood, dude, you have to have a, you have to, like that's why I'm, I'm like, all right, I have enough darkness in my life. Hollywood just accept me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I've done sold my soul. Like it's uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing an omen shirt, bro. You That's know? a great movie. Oh yeah, it's my favorite. It's your favorite horror movie? Yeah. The Omen? Yeah. I don't know. Like see, a horror movie genre to me, like it has to be a really damn good movie for me to enjoy it because like if it's just a jump scare, I'm not gonna respect yeah. it. If, but if it like oh fuck. Um don't even remember the name. But it was like an odd indie movie um, out of Britain. It was about this uh, about this house. These this group of friends go to the house. You know, typical. It's in yeah. the backwoods, rural England. Yeah. And like they all fucking like one by one just lose their mind and all go hang themselves on this tree. And like that one was cool because you like okay. you slowly watch like the deterioration yeah. of their mind and shit. It was like. I really wish I remembered the name of it because I was like that one was really good. It was you're creepy. gonna remember after the podcast. Yeah, I know. And then you're gonna be like, I know it. Just make sure you send it to me. Yeah, I will. I, I love horror movies. I watch them in like late night or on the weekends. I'm up. I'm up for like the whole weekend. I only I only get like maybe two hours of sleep a day on the weekend. Did uh, Michael Myers in the Halloween series? That was like the one slasher film that like really got me. That got you. Yeah, that got me for some reason. Nightmare on Elm Street didn't get me. Like it was like ah creepy, yeah. but what got me on uh, in Nightmare on Elm Street was the Johnny Depp scene. Yeah, where he's in the bed on the waterbed chilling, and and you know he gets pulled into the bed, and then 
a thousand gallons of fucking blood, blood just hit the ceiling. Yeah. Like that got me. That that made me afraid of water beds. You know what I'm I loved water beds as a kid, man. Did you ever see Candyman? No. I did not. Okay. I did not see Candy, but but my I distinctly remember saying my dad telling me that he was watching it, but like they didn't have sound. Yeah. But but they had the subtitles described everything. Yeah. And like like he said, even then he was scared shitless. Yo. I was like, I don't know if I need to watch Candyman. Candyman is one of those movies that I watched as a child. Well, as a preteen or whatever. Right. And to this day, I will not say Candyman five times <laughs> in the bathroom. And and, and I'm gonna tell you, uh, there was one incident. I was at work and and I'm 40 years old at work, right? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it, dude. Like you're fucking 40, you're a grown man, right? So I'm I'm at work, I'm in the bathroom by myself. <laughs> and you're just like and I I look in the mirror cuz you're supposed to look in the mirror. Right. And I say Candyman. 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 Careful. Careful. I got to the fourth one. I said Candyman, and the lights flickered. And I said, "Yo, fuck this nope. shit, bro." I said, "Fuck this shit, bro. He's real." Like, and I'm forty, bro. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know dude. what I'm saying? I'm forty. I should not still have the fucking mentality like. No, that. I'm one hundred percent. I don't fuck around. Like, you're, you're never gonna catch me with a Ouija board. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't play with none of that. Just, just on the off chance, it's real. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna be bringing that bullshit oh, into my area. I've done it once. Oh, no. I've done it once. And I'll probably release some demons into this world. Yeah, thanks, Damien. Now now you're the reason Trump got elected. Way to I go. probably am. <laughs> I probably am. Snap my foot. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, uh, do you do you believe in ghosts? Mm. You believe you believe Fuck in yeah. Fuck believe yeah. I'm in tell, I'm, I'm, see, all right, like I said, bro, my life has been crazy. Okay, the year was nineteen ninety one. My grandfather had just died. And my grandfather was my idol. Uh I'm sitting there, I'm in the room crying, and all of a sudden, like, it was me and my two little brothers. We we shared the same room. They had bunk beds. I was on the other end of the room, and I'm in my bed. And I'm looking in the closet, and this is like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm looking at the closet, and the closet pops open, and I see two red eyes. And they come over to me, and they lean over to me, and they tell me my grandfather's going to be okay. Wow. And then they fade away. But my little brother saw that same shit. And and he was like, yo, do you remember that time that that ghost came over to you and leaned over and told you everything was going to be okay? And then he just disappeared. I'm like, how do you know about that? I've never spoken to that to anybody in my family or right. anyone. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he was like, I saw it too. Oh, so I do believe in ghosts. And um, the house that we moved into as teenagers, we were playing Monopoly in the kitchen. And... The kitchen sink turned on by itself on full blast. It like not like a trickle, the straight it, <laughs> to hot. It turned to hot. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, I feel, like I'd be more comfortable with the cold, but the fact that it turned it to hot. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that can't be good, right? Yeah. And there was and there, and there was nobody behind us. I was I had my back to to the kitchen sink in the kitchen playing Monopoly when it happened. Dude, we've uh, at my dad's house. Me and her had some had some spooky encounters. Yeah. Like, uh, what, babe? What were you doing? You were watching TV or something? Yeah, so she was watching a movie with the seance, and it, and then everything just shut off. Oh shit! Out of, out of the blue, while the seance had started, and then one time we were just chilling on the couch, and like th- we thought we were there alone. Like the, my dad took the my little sisters out yeah. to go do something. We thought we heard them running around upstairs, so we like start talking to them, and then no answer. Yeah. I run upstairs. I'm like, what the fuck, nobody's here. Yeah. And it's crazy. 
I feel like I've talked about. I can. I've been telling this story. Like, well, not this story, but this. Fuck it. So, like, at my dad's house, like, I could not walk in the dark there. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking. I got. I got. I got to turn on a light or something. Yeah, like, yeah. you know. Here, no problem. No problem. Well, this is a new house build, so new were yeah. Newer. This is at least like 15 years old. Yeah, like older house builds, dude. People definitely die building old houses. Well, the previous owner of my dad's house died in the house. Exactly. I know and that. I know that for facts. Where, but he was an older ghost. gentleman. I, I don't know if I would have heard him running around. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, that's the thing about ghosts, dude. Like they, they have unlimited like fucking resources to do whatever the fuck they want to do. They can be as fast as they want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. But then uh, the one restaurant I used to work at when I was in high school, uh, there it was a built, it was an old hotel, and it was notorious at the time of the Great Depression that people would go there and kill themselves because there were train tracks right next okay. to it. Yeah. You know, they'd either hang themselves off the balcony, true story, yeah. or they would just, you know, walk out, have finished their beer at the hotel bar and... Go stand on the train tracks, wait for the next train. Shit. Yeah. Where's this at? Manheim. Cat's meow. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got to go there sometime. Yeah, it's creepy as fuck in the basement, bro. Yeah. Like, no joke. Is the place still open? Yeah, yeah, it's still, bar open. still open. Bar's still open. Oh, shit. Yeah, the, um, I mean, it's since gotten renovated because it's caught on fire like at least five times okay. in the last like 30 years. Yeah. You know? Because um, I was going to say, we could like get like fake paranormal investigation shit and go in there with cameras and be like, yeah, we're ghost hunters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just do a podcast in the basement. Yeah, and start, <laughs> start stealing their beer or, or liquor. <laughs> like, I brought my bag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. But no, like that basement was creepy as fuck. Like, I remember like their catering storage was like in like the very back, back, but it was technically the front, but you like, because where the kitchen is, yeah. you know, you walk down the stairs and it's like, I mean, it's a cellar. Like, yeah. Creep, it's, it's wet. It's cre- like, I remember one time, like, the lights like got turned off on me down there yeah. and nobody was around. I was like, <laughs> that's like you know those moments where you're like I can't freak out I can't freak yeah, out but the more you like try not to freak out you're like you're freaking out yeah, more yeah it was just like that until I was able to find the fucking light switch and I was just yeah. like I just felt like eyes on me like all oh. the hairs were standing up on the back yeah. of my neck oh trying to make yourself bigger oh god scary shit man yeah man nah there's there's been plenty of times where um stuff like that's happened you know what I mean um uh, at the time, me and my cousin were we were sitting there like, like this ain't a ghost story. This is a drive-by story. <laughs> People are like, "Damn, he's everywhere with it." Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to fill you guys in, and, and you know, like oh, the more God. and more podcasts you listen to, you can kind of piece my book together. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the audio book. Yeah, this is the- <laughs> told in very many chapters. <laughs> yeah, um, me and my cousin were uh, we were about uh, fifteen at the time. Um, you know, and, and my cousin, he, he, he always had like this freedom I've always wanted throughout my childhood, but it kind of came back to bite him in the ass in his adulthood. Cause now he's like a, a no boundary kind of yeah. person, you know what I'm saying? And he's really, he's, he's trying to do good, but he just can't seem to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like we were out at like three o'clock in the morning, just, just passing the football back and forth. You know, this car comes up to the corner and just turns the corner and just starts shooting at us. Like automatic fucking Mac Ten shit. For know? what? We were kids out. Just being is kids. that is that gang shit? What, like what is it like? No idea. Maybe somebody just wanted to test their fucking gun. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, two kids playing ball. Yeah. Perfect. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on Angel Dust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Like, I shouldn't laugh at that. That's ah, pretty fucked up. I didn't, we didn't get hit, so, you know, it's That's all good. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've never been hit by a bullet. Knock on wood. Knock on I'm surprised you didn't get shot at that Holtwood show. <laughs> I'm surprised too. I, 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 I mean, that one chick with the fucking raccoon. Piece, Yo, dude, that old that is. She's I, the shooter. If anyone there nah, was the shooter, it would have been it would have been one of the guys. No, it would have been her. No, you, you know who it would have been? You remember the rat face kid with the mullet? Fuck yeah, that him. Fuck him. Yeah, that's a shooter right there. She would have gave him the well, gun. Fuck though. you, boy. You know, yeah, but she would have gave him the gun. Take that nigger down. <laughs> Cut off his coon penis and make a whistle out of it. No, she'll do that herself. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I thought it was going to be her though because she started asking me like all the n word questions, but then she started using the n word, and I'm like, oh God, we gotta chill. I'm like, yeah, like after a while, I was like, yo, where the fuck is Greg? I just need my money so I can go home. Yeah, I remember you feel, saying yeah, that. Yeah, I just want to feel safe. Like, even though I had guns on me and everything, I just want to feel safe. And, like, the older couple up front, they were They awesome. were great. They, they were, were a awesome. sweet couple. You know, I think I think the wife wanted to give me some yams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm like, I'm a married man, ma'am, which I don't wear the ring, but I'm thinking about getting it tattooed on me. Do it. Nah. Because if we get a <laughs> That's divorce. That's a very white person If we get a divorce, do, then the it's going to be on there forever. You know what I'm saying? So then I'm going to have to tattoo my finger black. No, tattooed an X on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or make it fatter. Be like, nah, I was married, but now I'm going to put a different ring yeah. on it to symbolize I'll, that I'll, I'm not married. I'll turn it into like a, a, a dick or something. Like just tattoo <laughs> like the tip of my finger. Yeah. <laughs> be like, yeah, that's the cock ring. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, but um, uh, yeah, man. Like Hopewood was fucking crazy, bro. Like. Those are my people, and I was I was uncomfortable. Yeah, like <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's probably my car. Somebody's breaking into it. <laughs> Not I gotta, this. I gotta, this, is, this is a nice area, man. What know, are you talking about? But I have a big gas can just sitting in the back because I want people to break into my car so I can get the insurance. Yeah. <laughs> like it's starting to break down, so the more money I can get in, like look at <laughs> look what they did to my vehicle. They put eighty thousand miles on it, and they didn't change the oil. <laughs> dude, I'm up to like one hundred and seventy thousand miles on that Chevy. Oh, dude, my my Chevy's about to hit two thirty. Oh shit! Yep. Hey, I'm at two twenty four. Like a rock. <laughs> Oh God! I need a new car. BWO was brought to you by Chevy. Yeah, <laughs> nineteen eighty nine Chevy Silverado fifteen hundred four wheel drive with a five point seven liter Hemi baby. Damn. Still running. Damn. The fact that you know that, I, I just know mine's is a. You fill it up with gas, you get regular <laughs> oil changes, it gets you where you gotta fucking go. That's the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta tighten up a ball joint. Don't fully replace it. Just tighten up the castle nut. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, fucking man. fucking vehicles. <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, shit, dude, we're over an hour. Oh, you want to wrap this bitch up? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could wrap it. I, Do you want to keep going? I, it's up to you, dude. Like, we I, can go for a little bit longer, I, but I just know I have a hot dinner date tonight. Oh well, yeah, and I have that show coming up in uh, Lidditz with Avery. Oh okay, yeah. that's tonight. Yeah, that's I'm tonight. Good luck tonight. with that. Thanks, bro. Thank you. This is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I dude. Like apparently, is, it's a good spot. This is like upper echelon Holtwood. Nah, this ain't. This ain't upper edge. Like upper Holtwood is like effort of era. You keep going. You uh, keep going east uh, and north. Keep going northeast, uh, and then you'll hit upper echelon. Just like a slave, dude. Keep heading north. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Follow the drinking gourd, and I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of sad because you're gonna see some houses with like the old 
Uh, oh, I'm cool with that, yeah. bro. I'm cool with that. I see. Do do you know about those yeah, statues? Th- yeah, it was. Uh, that was the details. How they painted them. Yeah. How they painted them was how you knew which house to go to. Yeah. You know what I mean for what you needed when you were uh, being uh, escaping from slavery. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Whenever I learned about the Underground Railroad, I was the dumbass kid. Like, they built a railroad underground? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And How did they do that when we didn't really start building, you know? Until the 1800s. And, yeah, until the late 1800s <laughs> during the Civil War. Yeah. Which isn't that some shit. We liberated all those slaves and then just put them right back to work for the government. Well, see, here's the, here's the crazy thing about it. The last slave in America wasn't released from slavery until 1946. Who was that? I forget his name, but he was in South Carolina, wow. and the the people that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> what, did you hear about the other kid who was just uh, free from slavery this year? No. Yeah, there was there out was of a, Libya or something. No, in South Carolina. What? Yup. What? Yup. Tell the story. I've not I've not heard about this. There's this kid who was who was mentally challenged. He was working at a, a restaurant, and the manager fucking kidnapped him and made him work at the restaurant for free for five years family was trying to find him and everything and, and then uh, oh no i think i did hear about that yeah. i think i've read a brief yeah. brief little something something about yeah, that and, and when they found him they was trying to trying to get him to come home but the manager was like he owes this restaurant so much da 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 yeah like the manager was taking him home physically beating him verbally beating him wasn't paying him made him made him clean the dishes and bus boys and, and shit he like owes that. the restaurant the restaurant owes him that. I think they just yeah. paid him out like a half a million dollars. <laughs> Try like five billion. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he should. That kid should never have to work again. No. Nah, five hundred million is not that. No, he got paid five hundred thousand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Five hundred thousand yeah. is not that number. Yeah. I, I I wish that would happen to me, though, because I would take that five hundred thousand and open up my white man. Club. Kidnap me. I work for you for free. You can beat the shit out of me. Five years later. Hey. Half a mil. Lawyer up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, only in America, man. Only oh, in America. Dude, this country's so fucked, man. It is, but um, it's 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 a silver lining over top of a shit road. That's that's the best way I can describe America. I mean, America is dope. The Yay. principles that built America are dope. Yeah, but we have shit bags running the country. We have co- greedy ass corporations tainting everything good. Yeah. And like, now we're getting pinned against each other. Like, like people want to blame, like average Joes for the way that American is, but it's like I know what you wanted to say. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, nah. Seriously, um, all right. Here, here's here's my concept as a black man in America. The concept of America is greater than what America really is. Yeah, well, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that yeah. was uh, that was one of the uh, that was one of the big talking points back in the original civil rights movement. You know, like America promises all this shit, and like yeah. here we are not seeing a goddamn. Yeah, you know, you cent. gave you gave the Koreans, you, you even gave the Jews, dude, and the Jews were even here in America. Yeah. Like they were here in America, but they didn't fucking get thrown in internment camps here. Like you yeah. did that to the to the Japanese, the Indians. Like when is it going to be our turn? Like we're we're, we're patiently sitting here waiting. Like we're chilling now, yeah. you know. We've Come been chilling on. our entire lives since, <laughs> since, since since they was like, "All right, get the fuck off my property." But you can come back and and, and grow a little bit of peanuts here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we're splitting that. You know what I'm saying. And then we're gonna take three fifths of that. Actually, yeah, yeah. now that I didn't mention it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's like, like, all right, my grandfather was the uh, was was the son of a uh, like my grandfather, my grandfather's father, and his mother were slaves. Wow, like that's how that's, that's not that's not that long. Exactly, ago. Yeah. my grandfather was born in 19, 1919, I believe. Yeah, 
his 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 dad and and his mother were slaves. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so I'm only two generations removed from slavery. That's see, that's another thing that white people don't seem to wrap their yeah. slavery was so long ago. Yeah. I'm 41, dude. I'm one generation removed. It wasn't. It wasn't even like that long ago. Especially if you look, think about like time as a whole. Yeah. Like, if, like from just in this last thousand years, like that is like a blink of an eye in like all of time. Exactly. So yeah. that was very Joe Rogan esque. <laughs> I'm gonna be your. I'm gonna be your fucking Joey. <laughs> you can, let's hear it, cocksucker. Let's hear it, cocksucker. Let me tell you, right? <laughs> I was in North Jersey. <laughs> I was picking up this kilo of coke. <laughs> Dude, one of my uh come on, fuck face. Nah, you was telling me, man. You was telling me. Like that's another that's another person I would definitely I wanna I wanna I don't wanna bug. I don't wanna bug, but I fucking would just desperately wanna meet him. Yo just uh Would you would you be I would pay to throw a show with him. Oh, dude, I don't even know I, would, to, I don't even know how to bring that up. I would put you but I could I could toss it out, be like, hey. You toss it out, you 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 toss it out, you tell him, you tell him, uh you tell him you can talk to me. Yeah. We'll find out how much it's gonna take for him to do a, a Friday and Saturday at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone and I'll foot the bill and I'll make you and I'll let you host. Oh shit, you don't don't put don't put promises like that on me. Cause like I don't know, first of all, I don't I I don't know how this whole comedy zone thing works with like getting the host spots. But I do. Do you? I'm the, I'm one of the bookers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I just start sucking your dick to get no, some slots. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. It's, it's, it, see, it used to be Lark Wood, and then Lark kind of fucked up and had booked a, a, a string of bad hosts, whatever, and he also stopped coming. Hmm. Now, the story behind that is is uh, his wife has Lyme disease, hmm. and, mm, excuse me, COVID was a... Uh, mm, Damn, that pussy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, nah, COVID came around and everything like that. And, you know, he just, like, he kind of stopped showing up at the Comedy Zone before. Like, as soon as he got the position as the, the booker, he kind of stopped showing up at the Comedy Zone to see the progression of all the other comedians and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, they were like, yo, like, you don't even know who the fuck's coming in. Like, you know, there's all these new acts coming in, like you, you know, Greg, Josh, uh, you know, like, you don't know none of these people, you know what I'm saying? So they, they removed him from the position, and me and the owner sat down, and was like, he was he wanted to give it to me. Like, right. th- like there's some shit, like, he really kind of wants me to, like, run the comedy club. He wants me to take Hanshaw's position. Okay. But I want to be a road comic. Right. So it's like, I can't sit there and do that every fucking weekend right. and still try to pursue something that I want. You know like, what I'm saying? Especially, like, I feel like working at a club is nice, but yeah. so, you want you want to get out and, like, to other shit and get your name out there yeah. and, like, get a residency at not the Harrisburg yeah, Comedy Zone. Yeah, like, no disrespect to No, the, I love the Comedy Zone, yeah. but you're not going to make it out of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's why I travel. That's why, I, I like, for, for two years when I couldn't go to the Comedy Zone, I was on the road, bro. I was in New York. I was in West Virginia. I was in Virginia. I was in D.C. I was in Maryland. I was in Baltimore. I was in Carolina, North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? I was, what about East Carolina? Uh, <laughs> I was on the coast once. <laughs> but, um, no, I was in Kentucky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, I've been, I've been making a name for myself. That's you know awesome, what I'm saying? Dude. And then um, I got fired from that job, so I was able to get, go back to working a day shift job. And from day shift, I was able to come back to the open mic because there was a two-year gap where I was not at the mic. Mm. And people were like, yo, like, how you been, da 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 And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm on the fucking road. Like, I get off work Friday morning, and 
I'm literally on my way driving to Kentucky, on my way driving to North Carolina, on my way driving to South Carolina. Yeah, that's something like I need to do is just branch out and hit a little bit farther, Mike. Because yeah. like as much as I love the Phantom Power, you know, the rec yeah. room and the Comedy Zone, like y'all know my shit. Yeah, y'all know it's coming. I gotta, I gotta go test the waters with people who don't know yeah. my shit. Yeah. So. And, and, and that's that's when you start to become like that's when you start to become a better comic too. Like I've noticed, like whenever I like I normally do pretty good the first time at a new mic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, cause I'm I'm more comfortable, cause like I know exactly what I'm gonna say, yeah. but like sometimes like I don't know, but like these re- the, like going to the same spots, I'm like, all right, like sometimes I feel like I'm just going through the motions, but now like I I'm, I force myself to like write some new material and like work that out, like yeah. so, you know, comedy and shit. Yeah, yeah, nah, dude, <laughs> trust me, like I I do a lot of my writing after I did some crazy fucked up shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like I'm going to tell you guys. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> I've thought about that. I'm like, damn, I've uh, I've really mellowed it out these last couple of years. Like yeah. I I used to come back with a wild story at least every other week, yeah. and now I'm just like, oh, you know, me and my girlfriend we went out <laughs> to a winery and had a couple of glasses of wine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, you can turn that into comedy though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like everything, everything has its place to to be turned into comedy. So. I was talking about this uh, with Manny Tuesday at like after we were recording, we were just hanging out, shooting the shit. He's like, you know, you got to find about who find out who you are yeah, on stage, yeah. not who you think you are. Yeah, yeah, and like that is a that is a key thing. Like, I want to do the shit that O'Donnell does. You know, say that yeah, fucked yeah. up, like off the walls kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But realistically, I'm kind of a I'm just a goofy guy with a touch of the fucked up. Yeah, so you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So it's all about find finding your voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Once you find yourself, you yeah. know what I mean, like. Honestly, I tell people it took me a while to find myself. Yeah, you know, because like I say, my first thirty open mics, dude. Every my my name was based off of everything black. Yeah, like I was Black Galifianakis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Black Kreischer. Yeah, like yo, that was hilarious when you took your shirt off, uh, oh. and everybody just had the Burt Kreischer jokes on deck. Yeah, that's like the third time it's happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I, was the first I've seen. Yeah, like would you? Would, See, you should have been there the night that I actually did no material and had the best set. I sat on stage and let the music play and pointed at people, made faces. <laughs> That's like, just didn't say a word? Didn't say a That's fucking fu- word. That is genius. Didn't say a fucking word. That is genius. Like, uh, you heard of John Montag, right? Yeah. He was like, how the fuck did you do that? I said, I don't know. I'm always going to be, I'm always probably going to be the guy that's going to push, push it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Like, everyone thinks that, oh, he's just doing it to be... Nah, dude. Like, there might be a day I come in there with just a sock on my dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just fucking fucking around and finding out, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to be the one to push the envelope. Because, <clears throat> like, uh, all my comedy all my comedy gods, I call them gods, they push the envelope, man. Right. You know, Richard Pryor, Andy Kaufman, you know what I'm saying? Like, Andy Kaufman was a funny motherfucker. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, George Carlin. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dick Gregory pushed the envelope. Like, you know, and these are people that I like. I actually have like recordings of them and stuff like that. Or I'll go back and I'll just, what made them so fucking special? The fact that they pushed it to to where nobody was willing to push it to. Especially at that time period. Yeah, yeah. Like, have you seen that uh, HBO, not HBO, the Showtime documentary about the comedy store? Dude, I, I I watch it faithfully. My favorite yeah. episode is the is the prior episode, you know. Yeah. And like I, it made me cry. Yeah. It made me cry. 
I don't, wait, when, are we talking about the same one? Yeah, the comedy store is five. It's five episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Yeah, so I was like, I don't remember the Richard Pryor one being that episode, hard. Episode two. Yeah. Okay. And, and when we're, we're uh, Howie Mandel's telling the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard yeah. Pryor coming in there, and he and he's acting like he's God, and he's like, I'm, I came to talk to my son Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and he's like, you did what to to my son? Yeah. I, like, all right, all right, Martin Luther King. Mahatma Gandhi, you know, and, and then he starts crying on stage and everyone's like gasping and they start crying and he just walks out. That's fucking genius to yeah. me, bro. Like that is God level knowledge to fuck people over. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me and Ron were talking, um, you know, and he was like, it seemed like to a point people were laughing at me as opposed to with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? While I was, cause, cause you know, I was just going through a real dark period in my life. Right. You know, I battled with depression and, and, and suicidal thoughts and everything like that. Please don't take my guns, America. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but, um, we it, believe you, you know, but I, yeah, <laughs> black men don't commit suicide. <laughs> We we get killed in drive by. No, they just date a Puerto Rican lady. Yeah. Ooh. I'm I'm not even touching that one. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. I can talk about that story too, because I was there. Oh, oh, you're oh, I didn't I'm, even take it like that. Yeah. I wasn't even I was, uh, Ah, that's double funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was there, you know what I'm saying? I was I was like, what? I, I was the guy who actually cleaned up the scene. What like We'll talk about that after this. I yeah. don't know if I want to put uh, put that out. I'm, I'm gonna just say this: uh, Pulp Fiction. Which part of Pulp? Like I'm the wolf. Oh no, I'm the wolf, dude. Oh no, yeah, I'm the guy that comes in and cleans shit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I wasn't even thinking like that. Yeah. Ah, that's funny though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 almost lost my relationship due to that. What? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it to you. After, all right, yeah, after we'll, we'll save that yeah. for all all fair. Yeah. Fuck. What were you talking about? Uh, just uh, just the oh, when people are laughing at yeah. you, not with you. Yeah, you know, yeah. and 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 he was like, he was like, yo, he was like, they were kind of laughing at you as opposed to laughing with you. And I I put him to the side and was like, don't you think that's not part of my plan, bro? Yeah. Some days I just I just don't want to tell the joke, so go ahead and laugh at my pain as opposed to laughing with me. Oh, dude, I hated seeing you like that. It's cool though. I it's hated cool. seeing you like that. It's I wasn't cool. laughing like I felt like I wasn't laughing at you. I was like I was just like fuck, dude, Damien, come on. Well, see, you got here, this. Here's a, I I know I know, and and here's the thing. Um, sometimes um, I believe life is just an act. Oh yeah, for sure. You know so. I'm going to play a role. Like, even though I'm going through, like, so much traumatic shit in my life, like, like I've, I've, uh, Josh is going to kill me. Um, I've, I've, I've seen my, my first murder when I was four. I found my aunt dead from an aneurysm and I had to, I had to call the cops and everything and the right. ambulance and all that shit. Um, like, my life has constantly been around, like, constant trauma. Yeah, every time I, every time I see light, it's like, okay, I'm walking towards it. I'm about to come into my own shit. I'm about to be the man. <laughs> yeah. Darkness. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So Yep. So I, I like when the darkness comes, that's when everyone seems to be like they're like, Oh shit, like don't worry about me. Damn. I'm gonna come out from the darkness like Mothra. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna spread my wings and I'm a butterfly. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm going through the darkness, just just dap me up, give me a hug. Yeah. Tell me you love me. Yeah. And I'm gonna come through. You know what I'm saying? Hey. 
I knew you weren't fucking quitting. Yeah. I, I, I fucking knew it. I can't quit, dude. Like, this is my new heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, Josh was saying that dumb shit this morning. Do you see that in the in the in the one group chat? Nah. Because like he was saying uh, about Gato getting that feature at the comedy cellar. Listen, Gato's been putting in a lot of work for a lot of years. This is, I've only seen him like four times. He now. was in jail. Yeah, yeah. He was in jail for the past two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Gato, prior to that, was putting in a lot of work. Gato was running, like he lived. He he's from New York. He lives here in the central Pennsylvania area. Mm -hmm. But he was every night. In New York City, going up there in a busted down fucking Lincoln Navigator. Yeah, that's what uh putting in the fucking word. He he was telling me about that uh, Tuesday night. I was yeah. I was like, oh shit. So the fact that he got that, so the so the fact that he got that, yo, kudos, bro. You came home from jail and you got right back to fucking. Yeah, work. no, that's awesome, dude. You know what that's I'm saying? That's fucking awesome. I like. I wasn't saying that in disrespect. Yeah, but. yeah. Nah, like, all right. See, here's is that the uh, the garage? Yeah, dudes in the garage. Okay, all right. Yeah. You guys come through at like some of the craziest times. Yeah. Like, and it's like, so I kind of, I kind of. Uh, it was 10 o'clock in the morning, Damien. What's crazy about 10 a.m.? Normally, <laughs> normally I'm at work driving my truck and you guys are just going like a 92. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah. I you know, know what you, I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I'm watching TV in my truck. So, all I keep seeing is like, like blue lines coming across my TV screen or my phone. Like, sons of bitches, I'm yeah. trying to watch something yeah, here like, while I'm driving. Like, like. <laughs> Like I binge watched driving my truck. I binge watched um, Game of Thrones because everyone was like, "Yo, you have to watch Game of Thrones." Like yeah. for years, for years, for years. So finally, it ended. It's yeah. been over. It's been off for like two years, whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm in my truck. I just got HBO Max on my phone. Shout out HBO Max. So I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm going to watch. H I'm going to watch Game of Thrones." So I literally was watching Game of Thrones while driving my truck. Karen would hit me up and be like, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, you can't tell me how to live yeah, my life. Yeah, I was like, life. shut up, Karen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't tell me how to live my life. I've been driving and watching TV in my car since Forever. they put TVs in cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I binge watched that. Um, great show, by the way, except for the last season. Um, I never finished it. I got, the, I got I watched the first two seasons and I watched the seventh season. Okay, so you just skipped all the fucking good shit. Is that the good shit? The good shit is like right in the middle. Okay. Season, seasons three through six. Yeah. Phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal. I might. I might. Get yeah. Into it, just, but just go back and watch them, dude. Like, I'm trusting you. If I do it, if I do it, phenomenal. I have a, I have a, I have a habit of like dropping spoilers. But I'm biting my tongue, dude, because yeah. there's so much good shit that's gonna happen. I know, I know a little bit. I know a All little right. bit. I know a little bit. All right. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I just love the fact that everybody, it like, it was decided that everybody was gonna make fun of Game of Thrones, like that year in TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just like it was like everybody had a Game of Thrones reference or an episode, yeah, or like I like that. I, I didn't know it though. I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know it until. Five six months ago, yeah, I didn't know what Game of Thrones was. I think I remember talking to you when you first started. I was just like, "Yeah, get attached to every single character." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I told you that. Like, like Arya Stark. Yeah, oh, dude, she's man. a bad. I can't wait for her to turn eighteen. <laughs> I, think she, I think she is eighteen. I think she's oh, in her twenties. I think let, she's in her twenties. Let me go dust off the Cosby jersey. Did you see? Uh, <laughs> what's her fucking face? Um, Khaleesi. You oh see, yeah, she, you know yeah. she's like she's hot in Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, right? Blonde hair, yeah. yeah smoke, smoke show. Yeah. In real life, she's brunette. No shit. Not, well, that's mm, how it is, dude. Mm, you watch this always mm, sunny mm. in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the the chick with the unibrow. 
Always, uh, Gail the Snail. No, not not the not the cousin. She's kind of cute, but uh, the mute chick with the the milk drinking brothers. Oh yeah 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 the, yeah. the McPoyles. The McPoyles, yeah. That chick is fucking smoking. Bro. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard. Oh, that. I've I haven't looked that up, all but right, all right, because I jerked off to her. <laughs> like when I saw I jerk off to the McPoyles. So. When I saw how hot she was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit, I can put that in my brain. Nobody's around. Zip. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Took me like seven minutes. And I'm glad I finished in seven minutes because if it would have been eight minutes, I was getting walked in by the family. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it gotta keep it tight. Yeah. A tight seven. <laughs> yeah. But now uh we yeah, we both Alice and I, we both love uh Always Sunny. Yeah, same you met you know the uh Charlie McDennis, their their yeah, drinking game. We've yeah. we've played that. No shit. Yeah, because it's fucked. It's, it's rough. I'm coming with the Frank with the Frank flag. Nice. Yeah. I'm the trash man. I get in the ring and I throw trash all over Hell the place. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's this ongoing joke between my family. Okay. That my grandfather is Frank and I'm Charlie. Yeah. I'm just like fucking. I and I can't argue it because it's true. Like with, without living together and yeah, sleeping yeah. together, but like it's just the, the, the dynamic is very similar. It kind of pisses me off. So, so, so you play night crawlers with your uncle. He, com- he comes over. <laughs> Use the blanket. <laughs> now, Nightman cometh is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that yeah. is Nightman. Oh. <laughs> she can. Alice can sing the whole thing through and through. Yo, I love that. I love. I. I. All right. When I first saw the show, I was like. Nah. Yeah. Nah. But then one day, I saw the night. No, matter of fact, the first episode, uh, the first episode that really caught me was the Dennis system. The Dennis system was good. <laughs> that Bro, was a good one. That was some pimp shit. Like he dropped, he dropped how to be a fucking pimp. Yeah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I love the uh, when they're talking about the boat. You know, it's, it's the implication. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, what, you keep saying, it and then I feel like somebody's gonna get hurt. No, no, nobody's gonna get hurt. It's just you sound like Charlie when you said. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He just transformed into Charlie. People. Yeah. When I get when I get uh, excitable, I yeah. my voice takes a high pitch. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. <clears throat> so where's your hot date tonight? If I if I if I can flip this, we're going to fuck. I don't remember the name. Altana, Altuna? No, no, it's Altana. Oh, okay, it's a it's a rooftop lounge. We're getting a little fancy. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I was just at a rooftop comedy club. It's, yeah, in Brooklyn. In, yeah, it's in the top five, top five comedy places in, in the oh. United States right now. And they let you guys in there? <laughs> That's what I was saying. Well, see, actually, it was actually is the next uh, the next area over from from where my family is from and everything in New York okay. City. So yeah. yeah, like Gates Avenue in Bed Stuy is right next to Bushwick. So not okay. I, I was at home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was home. Like my city. Yeah, like like I could have ran off into the night and probably hopped on the train and came back to Harrisburg myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, I really screwed the pooch. Because she's she's from Jersey, Allison, oh, no Allison and her family, hey. and she was living in Middletown, and like it was a half hour, forty five minute train ride into New York City. Yeah, and she was like, "Move to New Jersey, move to." I was like, "I'm not moving to no New Jersey. This is bullshit. Yeah. Like, what, what what's kind of like? I'm not gonna get, I'm not getting the, I'm not gonna get paid doing trees in New Jersey like I am here. Blah 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 blah. Like, I'm not moving to New Jersey. And then she moves here. And I'm starting to do comedy. I'm like, damn, I should really move to New Jersey. And she's like, don't you fucking do it. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Like it, it, 
the way life set it up for you. Yeah. The way life set it up for you. Because just think, you started doing comedy. You would have never really got to know us if yeah. you were just like, oh, I can do this now. And now you're going to Jersey. Yeah. Like, you would have never, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I think, here's, here's what I'm going to say about Central Pennsylvania comedy. We are prime location to be some of the best comedians. Right. Because we can travel to New York, we can we can travel to Jersey, we can travel to DC, Baltimore, Philly, yeah, Philly yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. It's all within a four hour, a four hour circle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You, take, you take that in a four hour circle, dude. You can hit Buffalo, New York. You know what I'm saying? You can hit Connecticut. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's one of the reasons why I've like. He's like, I, I was, I was one of those dickheads, just uh, like thinking about heading down to Austin, because like, yeah. oh, that's where it's gonna be. But then think about it, I'm not the only dipshit thinking that. Exactly. So now all these places it's are going to be, be missing people. 50, so shit's gonna be opening up for so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because a uh, 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 a couple people are starting to get residencies in New York City. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, the moment you become a resident comic. You get paid. You no longer have to do the bringer shows. Right. Like, that's that's a dream. Let me get a residency at a New York comedy club where I'll show up. Dude, Massenburg's been... He's killing. He's been grinding. He's killing. I would love to... I'd like, I never really talked to him too much. I don't know if he's... He's, a, he's super fishy. If he'd come on to this, but I would love he, to. I think he would, but you would have to do it out on your patio. Yeah. He doesn't come indoors. Why? I don't, he's afraid of COVID. Oh, oh, yeah. so it's like a COVID thing, not yeah. a personality. Yeah, thing. Nah. okay. Like you would have. Oh, to yeah, do that's it, fine. You would have to do it on your back patio while the guy's cutting the grass, somebody's dog. Like, hey, can but shut it, that thing yeah. off. I'm recording something. Or, or, or you could do it through Zoom. You could hit him up through Zoom. Uh, yeah, I just did a Zoom with uh, Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Yeah, Ibrahim Khalif. Khalif. Yeah, Khalif. Yeah, yeah. He's a good friend. Yeah, he's a good dude. I, I met him. I met him um, a couple years ago in New York. Yeah, did a show with him in New York. He kind of forgot me, and I kind of <laughs> forgot about him. But we came back after we. Uh, we did um, Lafayette. Yeah, yeah. And and sorry to say, but I kind of buried him that night. <laughs> I remember. Like, like it, it wasn't that his shit was bad. It's just like the the crowd was really latched on to you. Yeah. I mean, you did fucking knock it out the park yeah. that night. All crowd work, no material. Yeah, you know, yeah. What I mean? Twenty minutes straight. That was that was impressive. I was just like, he hasn't said one of his bits yet. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't going to either. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you normally do for? No. For like small shows like that? No. Oh, okay. No, You're, it was you just you just changed it up. It was a spur of the moment. Yeah. Like, cause we were talking, we were talking. Me and Ibrahim were talking right out the right out the uh, thing, and he was like, "I kind of don't remember you," and I was like, "Okay." I'm like, all right. You're gonna remember me now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind <laughs> of like it was kind of like a like a. a Spur the moment, revenge of the Sith moment yeah. for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm back, motherfucker. I'm Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm your daddy, yeah, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But nah, uh, shout out to Ibrahim. Yeah, man. dude, he's, I'm he's actually, uh, I'm actually really dude. excited to listen to his album. I haven't, yeah. pre- I haven't ordered it yet. Yeah, but I'm going what, to. What's it on? Uh, everything. Okay. Right. Uh, pre-order. You can. Pre- it's out and. What? Yeah, next Tuesday it's out, so you can buy it. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm excited to listen to it. Yeah. Maybe we should have a listening party. A listening party. Yeah. yeah. That'd be dope. Oh, well, what actually really like surprised me because like I saw it was called Placebo and like the uh, album art was a uh, an old you know yeah. uh, Plague Doctor's mask and I was like okay he's gonna lean into the COVID thing it makes sense but yeah. but he had that like he's been planning that album for a while now prior to like years before yeah. COVID so he had all this figured out and yeah. then COVID hit and at the time of that so kind of all fell into place for him That's dope. so I'm I'm excited to listen to it and. That's dope. 
Yeah. I'm, Spread the good word. I'm actually starting to work on mine. Yeah? Yeah. Josh was, uh, I don't know if I should say this over air, but Josh is talking about putting out an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nah. He, uh, it was. It came down to me and Pat George to, to, to be his opening act for that. Okay. Yeah. And he chose Pat George, and I'm like, as you should. Yeah, I mean, because he's doing the sound for that too, right? Because I'd probably fucking bury you. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm just joking, Josh. <laughs> Yo, Josh. Josh killed it Thursday night too. Yeah, yeah Josh man. killed it Thursday night. Yo, he, we do have some fucking killers, dude. I'm let, so proud let, of like the people I get to like call friends in the yeah, comedy scene here. Hell yeah, bro. I just gotta. I'll I be. Cons- I'll meet you guys there. I'll consider. You'll you'll come along the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're coming along for the ride, bro. Like oh, yeah. don't think see, my mentality is no man no good man left behind. You know what I'm, yeah. there's people I'm gonna leave behind and they're gonna be like super butthurt. Yeah. But we can still be friends. It's just you, you don't got it. You you're not gonna get on that level until you fucking cut the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say their names because I don't. I don't really want to. I don't want. I don't we want see too them much too beef. often. Yeah, I see them too often, <laughs> and there is a there is a brotherly and sisterly love amongst the amongst us. So it's like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to out them, but I want to keep them guessing. Is yeah. it me? Is, is it, it me? Because you need that. I do that whenever I hear like somebody talking shit about yeah. people. I'm like, fuck, is that me? I got it. I check off the criteria. What are they talking about? Do I do that? Yeah. Do I do that? And if I if I do some of that shit, I'm like. Fix it. Uh, yeah. Fix it. Get yeah, better. Level yeah. up. And see, and that's the thing. Like, people come to me for advice because they're like, yo, you're one of the big dogs. And yeah. I'm like, not really, but whatever. You're one of the big dogs. Yeah. You're one of the big dogs. Yeah. But I don't like to hold that position. Like, like everyone's like, like they're, they're like, like all the clicks that go on, they're like, how do you not be clicked up, but you're accepted by everyone? Because I, I approach everyone with peace, love, and blessings. Yeah. But it's like if 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 something's going to be said about somebody or something like that, I really don't need to know about it. Yeah. So I don't I don't click up like that. Like I roll I roll on the road with guys, you know what I'm saying. But I don't do the whole click thing because I have a click and that's called my my best friends. Yeah. Like comedy guys, like I have this thing about my life. Once once you hit 20 years in, your family. Right. There's no longer friendship. There's family. I will fucking take a bullet for you and dish bullets out. You know what I'm saying. So. Like, a lot of you guys, like, I consider you guys good friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? The moment we, we hit 20 years of friendship, you're family to me. Yep. And Come I'm, on up. Don't and, even knock. And I'm swinging Conan swords for you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how heavy those are? Those fucking double-handed yeah. great swords? Yeah, dude. It's, it's the size of my dick when I'm hard. <laughs> I black out, and, and then there's all this carnage left in, like, porno bathhouses. It's like... <laughs> Caved in a ceiling. Neighbors are down. The neighbors downstairs are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody's dog lost the ear. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> something cemented to the to the side of the wall now. Oh, yeah, it just makes yeah. me whenever I think about shit like that, it just uh, reminds me of a scary movie, the first one. Like a massive geyser. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like if you if you if I'm fucking and I'll think of like some conspiracy theory shit, oh I drop a major load, bro. <laughs> You're like, aliens are real. Aliens are real. Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) I saw the pictures. Oh, Oh, fuck, man. Oh, man. 
Well, this is this is great though. Man. This is good, but unfortunately, I do have to yeah. wrap it up now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, no glove, no love. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you uh do you want to plug your shit, your podcast, yes. any shows coming up now too? I do want to warn before I say that this episode is not coming out to the second week of June. That's so. fine. That's fine. Um, in the second week of June, I will be recovering from a uh, hernia surgery. Oh, that's right, hernia surgery. Um, so sh- shout out to my doctor who looks like Ben Carson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I might not make it, people. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man. Yo, check out the DNR podcast. We drop an episode every Wednesday. Um, you shout out to Ron Kane. Shout out to Trevor Monk. You know uh, my partners in the podcast game. Shout out to all you guys in the comedy industry, man. Uh, locally here, like fuck the big dogs because we are the next big dogs. You know, so uh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, man. And I love you all, guys. Peace. Well, don't it's not peace yet. Not peace yet. No, I like peace, to end on peace can also be a greeting and a so I'm just no, that's fair. I'm just offering them peace right, from fair me enough. to That's I like that. But then uh, I also like to end on uh positive affirmations. Uh, wise words of wisdom. Good vibes. Uh, <laughs> remember you used to do that as a kid? Keep All doing the time. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah, that's that's it. the fuck yeah. That's it. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, you have it. Damian Robinson, he's the man. Check him out all over the place and come see him at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone. See ya.